Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeika. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We are locked in. We're ready to go. We're sleepy. We're sunburnt. But we're here. We made it, Mike. Uh, SummerSlam weekend 2023 officially in the books. Um, lots of good stuff coming out of that show. We're talking SummerSlam. We've got NXT's Great American Bash, so we got to go in our Wayback Machine to go talk about. Uh, we've also got some some not-so-great topics. We have whatever the hell the Tigers trade deadline was. We've got the U.S. Women's National Team's failures. Um, we're talking some Big Ten Conference news, and then we're going to end today's show uh, on a strong note like we always do with our uh, NFC West divisional rankings. So lots of good stuff coming your way, guys. Um, Mike, let's just start out with, you know, the most recent thing that's happening in our world, SummerSlam 2023, officially in the books. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to say earth-shattering, but that's probably a very, very high class of description for something that basically if you didn't watch the show, you didn't miss a whole lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're going to get into it. Um, let us let me ask you this, though, right? We're in attendance, right? Have pretty damn good seats, all that good stuff. Um, I still had a blast during the show. Um, thoughts on just the overall, like, the atmosphere, being there in person. How did it feel um, as compared to, you know, we, you know, we see these every year, right? Mm-hmm. How did it feel to be in the crowd? This is the biggest show. I'm guessing it's probably the biggest show you've been to, mm-hmm. right? Biggest show I've been to in of quite a long time. Um, just kind of your thoughts on the atmosphere, being there in the crowd, seeing it live. Did it, did it change anything for you um, watching it for the first time? I haven't watched the show back yet, mm-hmm. but I plan on yeah. doing it at some point. It, it made me not want to go to these anymore. Really? Yeah. I've, I've 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 realized I do not like the live experience no? as much. No, as, on the big shows bigger. like yeah. this, just in just in general. No. I'm just I'm just not a big live sports person. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, um, I feel like I miss a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like it's hard to see. Sometimes. Like sometimes yeah. you like it's hard to see, or you know, like sitting there and you're like you think the crowd's gonna be really active the whole time, and there's a lot of just sitting there not doing anything, and. Yeah, I'm just and it, it's it's not just wrestling. Like same thing for football, basketball. Yeah. I'm just not a big football live. games are low key, really quiet a good chunk of the time. Yeah, you know it's what I mean. You never there, realize, and it. then they hit a first down. You're like, yeah, good you're job. like, all right, clap it up, clap it up. Yeah, sure. And yeah. then they score a touchdown. Everyone goes ballista for thirty seconds, and, and then, then everyone sit, sits back down. Right <laughs> down. Yeah, like you really think like on TV, it's like, oh my god, they're just so excited all the time. It's like not really. Yeah, they're no. just kind of just hanging out. Yeah, everyone's just and, like, I'm kind of hungry. I'm. Gonna and go it's back like when you're, time. and I, I think it's the same thing I have with like movie theaters at the time too, where yeah, I think sure. I think with the home entertainment experience being how it is right now, it's almost. It's almost better than just well, watching it. We home. see it right. Like I know I I watched the Mission Impossible movie. Like I guess it's like a month ago now. But like they did like that little blurb at the beginning. Like thank you for going to see this in the theater as it was intended. And yeah. I'm like oh, that's kind of a shot. Like yeah. everybody was like I was waiting for it to come out on streaming. No, 100 percent <laughs> is because it's one of those things where you can have like a nice 65 inch TV with a nice yeah. sound bar yeah. by you yourself. Can, you're comfortable. By yourself, you yep. sit in the couch or your bed yep. or whatever you right. watch movies on. You can have your own snacks. Mm. You can pause it whenever you want. Like the home experience has gotten to the point it's, where it's yeah. like almost better than going live, right? Because you get the commentary with it, with like sporting events, yeah. you get everything you need. It's nice, clean pictures and everything. So mm-hmm. it's like if if we were talking like thirty years ago, we we're watching on like a little black and white TV. <laughs> we're going there. Obviously, going there is probably better. But right. with the home experience now, I'm like, 
Yeah. I don't I don't really need to drive out to see these. Yeah. Like, no. I can just watch it all. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's an experience. I think it's something as a wrestling fan you should try to do at least once or twice in your life, right? To go out there and you know, get the full feel. I, I did still think it was pretty damn amazing looking at Ford Field and seeing all those people there. Yeah, all 59,000. I, I thought them. it was crazy how they managed to fit 7,000 extra people in there without mm-hmm. us even noticing. I don't know yeah. if it was like standing room only behind yeah. the curtain. I don't know. Yeah, what was I don't know on. where those extra 7,000 people was came it from. Was it just, were they in like the lobby watching TVs, but they were counting? Were they counting every employee, every wrestler, every writer? Yeah. All the parking lots attendants outside. Like, yeah. was did it have to? I wonder if it was like a square footage. Yeah, thing. was it like if you're within like a yeah. hundred yards of the arena? But if you walk by it at any point in time, you get counted, yeah, you get even though you're just, you're trying to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so because there's no way there's eight thousand more people than what the actual attendance <laughs> was. So I love it. I love it. He stuck with the lie too in the in his post. Yeah, like Brian, I'm like, I know. I'm like, I see right through you. You're yeah, literally, shit. I'm looking right now so on funny. Cage Match. It says fifty-one thousand four hundred seventy-seven. Yeah. And they're like, okay. and they're like, actually fifty nine thousand. And that's the part I understand. It's like, so why? Oh, I, I, it's like you, you already set a record. Like you can set records and everything. Yeah, and well, the, not and not have to. Well, that's lie the crazy about thing. The I think I think I saw on Twitter like if they pass fifty, it's like the biggest U.S. Yeah, like it's like the most yeah, but non WrestleMania non WrestleMania show yeah. that you can have or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I think past 50, because I think the last one was like 48,000 yeah. for a SummerSlam or something. Yeah. So I was like, you at 50. So you can say 51 is the record now. Yeah. And say you just inflate it to 59 for no reason. I'm waiting for the time they come back, and it's like all of a sudden, like the new record's like 69. And then you're like, we're 75,000 people in here. You go, how? Like, it's the same exact set of the last time you guys were here. Like, it's bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? I know. If they ever They didn't come even have a stage this year. Can you imagine they actually have a stage? Yeah. You kick out half of those people. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, no, like, if they ever came back here in, like, 10 years, and then their number's, like, 75,000. I go, so we went from 59 to 75. Yeah. When did ex- Ford Field get bigger? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand how that works. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah, I thought the I thought the environment was cool. I thought when the crowd was hot, it was really hot. Um, when it was I, cold, it was really yeah, cold. Yeah, I hear the thing, too, is I don't think this card, and I don't think the results necessarily lended itself to the crowd like, I didn't think you were going to get enough help from the crowd because nothing happened, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to get through the, on this, sh- you know, as we go match by match here. But that was one of my bigger takeaways. In-ring-wise, fine, no big issues. There's a couple standouts that we'll get to. But overall, it's like, do I, do what did I miss in SummerSlam? All right, women's title change, that's about it. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot else, you know, like, yeah, there's, to this. See, the annoy- there's a lot of... Can you imagine going to like a Hell in a Cell or something like that where literally nothing, yeah. like, like there's not even an effort? Yeah, there's, see, every match had like a story uh-huh. in advancement, mm-hmm. but nothing like match Nothing where like yeah, they couldn't get the re, like the replay on Raw on Monday night, right? Yeah. Where you're going to watch and go, here's what happened at SummerSlam. You go, oh, okay, cool. I'm caught up. Mm-hmm. Like in like five minutes, you're caught up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's go through match by match. Um, yeah, and kind of give our thoughts, I guess. Because yeah. we were there live and in person. Yeah, so we opened the show. We had Logan Paul and Ricochet because Logan Paul had to go to Dallas after, so mm-hmm. he had to go. He had to open the show. Literally the only reason why he opened the show. Yeah. Probably would have had any other match open, but they were like, ah, we kind of need you to open. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Logan Paul comes out. Ricochet comes out. They wrestle. I, I think they wanted more from this, and it didn't really work as well as they wanted it to. I Yeah. It, it, I think they were really, they were like, okay, how can we get that, like, Royal Rumble highlight moment? 
Oh, we did. And they tried like three or four different things. Mm-hmm. And each time they botched whatever they were trying to do, so it didn't look as cool. And they were like, "We tried." Yeah, okay. the, I think the coolest spot of the whole damn thing was when they did that flip, the like the Spanish fly. Yeah, flip and they the and they landed yeah, it, and they over but rotated, was, and you landed, and you're like, and then they had a pause. They're like, "Is everybody good? Are we up? Are we still good?" Yeah, and then let's finish the move now. It didn't yeah. come off clean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that was the thing. You know, we talked about this match. You know, last week. And I anticipated a lot more like I anticipated this to just be like a cruiserweight style car wreck. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get that. No. And and I think that really hurt this match because I think everybody kind of went in with the same expectation we did. And then you go, you know, more like ground and pound, like, oh, this is a really personal issue. I go, is it though? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I just didn't think the story matched up with how the match, everybody thought the match was going to go. And maybe that's on us as fans, right? When you go in expecting one thing and they're going in thinking you're going to give you something different. But I don't necessarily think of Ricochet as a brawler, as a super serial type guy, right? So, like, you know, I I don't want to be, like, dismissive, but at the same time, do a flip. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just it's what you're what you're known for. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, him and Osprey literally didn't touch each other for like six minutes in the best of super juniors match. Mm-hmm. And everybody lost their fucking mind. Mm-hmm. I want that. Yeah. Do that. Give me that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause there's not, cause here's the thing. If Ricochet wins, cool. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul wins. Cool. Next. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, that's the issue, right? So, you know, it's fine. It I guess happen. not the greatest opener, mm-hmm. yep, but they I- couldn't have followed. Almost anything else on this show outside of maybe Shayna and Ronda. That's the yeah, only thing much. they would have been able to follow based on how the rest of the card goes. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we had um, Cody and Lesnar. I had something funny I was going to say about this, but I kind of <laughs> don't remember. So we're just going to keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to like make some joke about it, and I just don't remember what it was. Uh, we so. got to woe. We did get to woe. 34 times. Oh, they thousand yeah, times. There was they a just lo- kept yeah. it going yeah, forever. It was ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes. Brock Lesnar, Cody gets killed for, let me count it, 14 minutes of this match. Mm-hmm. Comes back at the end, wills his way. Cody Cutter. Cody Cutter. Crossroads, 17 crossroads, crossroads. crossroads yeah. wins the match. Yeah. Clean in the middle. Clean in the middle. Because Brock didn't want to beat him. He wanted to beat him by count out. He didn't want to pin him. So Yeah, like, yeah why would you want to actually beat the guy? Uh-uh. Yeah, that's no. crazy. I, I didn't understand. So, yeah. yeah, Cody wins. Everyone expected it. Yeah, everyone's happy. You know, Lesnar handshakes. That's the part that I think is goes, more good noteworthy. job. Yeah, and I go, you still got nine months before title shot. Good job. Yeah, Goodbye. but I, you know, and we talked about this. We had a long, in depth conversation, you know, in the car on the way home last night, and you know, that was a sticking point for me. Was in in hearing Triple H's, you know, you know, comments after the fact were like that wasn't like a planned thing mm. either, right? Which I thought was interesting. Um, to have Brock Lesnar basically acknowledge no pun intended that Cody is the top guy. Like he's the number one baby face that they have. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't think it's all that close at this point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, triple H made the comment, you know, it's like, I know everyone was, you know, like, what do you do with Cody after, you know, mania after the loss? And he's like, well, look at him now. And I go, well, he could have been here to know with the title, but that's fine. But, um, I do think there is some merit in the fact that, okay, you just, hey, you're flipping Brock babyface again, which I think is a little bit interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least it feels like it. I don't know how you can just go and attack, you know, a normal, another guy after this and yeah, <laughs> be, a, be, be yeah. a bad guy. Um, but me and Cody are cool. But uh, <laughs> yeah, We're cool, but that guy Everybody else, not. I hate you. 
Um, but I did think I do think that's a big moment, and I do think that's important, and I think that reassures and reaffirms our notion of like, okay, it's got to be him, right? Mm-hmm. Like it has to be him. He is going to be the guy to do it, and if that isn't like a uh, you know like that stamp of like, okay, it's clear in a way he's got to be the guy because if Brock is signing off. Right, because Brock's really, you know, it's him and Roman for the past however many years, right? So the fact that Brock is signing off and kind of giving him, like, the nod, right, and, like, the little be like, hey, like, this is the guy, that, that's that's huge. That's so important. Bigger than any match they could have had, that's the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something where you can bookmark and go, okay, SummerSlam 2023, okay, Brock passes the torch to Cody. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, where do we go from here, right? Yeah. Um. Was really hoping I would see an RKO after this at some point, but you know, yeah, one guy's not I'm shit out of that. luck. Shit out of luck. So, yeah, match was I guess the best was definitely the best one out of the three. Yeah, um, I don't think that was a super high bar to get over. Yeah, you're looking, yeah, like when the other ones are like two star matches, uh-huh. it's like all right, get to three and then we're we're good. Yeah, put on a serviceable. Yeah, match. put on like good match and be yeah. fine. So definitely, yeah, that, definitely but. could feel though that Cody was definitely like, you know. Yeah, like he ain't losing momentum. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So yeah, so I I'm just interested in what he does for nine months now. That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know who the next feud is. I mean, on some hand, I'm glad that we didn't see like a Bray Wyatt thing because I'd be like, oh god, this is gonna be rough mm-hmm. for the next couple months. But at the same time, I'm like, at least if they would have happened, I would at least know what he's got b- planned, right? Like, yeah. okay, this is what he's gonna be doing for the next couple months, as compared to, well, everybody knows what what I want to get back to. Okay, well, unless that's happening tomorrow, mm-hmm. what the hell are we doing? Yeah, so. I, f- I feel like legibly the only person I really think he could go with is Gunther at the point. Yeah, right. And, and like be like legible because almost anybody else, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, obviously you're going to beat that person. Right. Like Gunther's right. the only one if you're Well, going they tried for- that little TV program with Dominic Mysterio, and I was like, why? What yeah. is the point? Well, yeah. exactly. It's like yeah. the Dom stuff, but it's like there's no one else on the roster right. that you could feud with. Right. That's like if you're gonna if you're working to Cody. So theoretically, it's like right. You gotta. You, Brock is yeah. the beast guy. Mm-hmm. You gotta just keep going through the mountain. Right. You know you can't. You can't. I, have, I am very concerned that it's gonna be Omos. Yeah, and like, it might be. Very but like concerned. it's like the next guy can't be like Matt Riddle and be like, yeah, we're going through the mountain. Here's <laughs> Matt Riddle or something stupid. Like yeah. you gotta like. You gotta keep building it up. So right. either Gunther or Rollins, I guess, but they're both faces. So I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know how well, that yeah. would work. But I don't know how it's gonna go. But they have to. Yeah, the next person can't be someone stupid like a Dominic Mysterio, where it's like, yeah. oh, why is he doing this? Right. Right. Like you I gotta agree. keep it going because that Dominic part that month, everyone was like, what? Like his yeah. momentum's dying. Yeah, so like you gotta get back into this Brock thing. Right. Exactly. Even though the Brock thing sucks, you gotta get back into yeah. it. Yeah. Right. So agreed. Next up, we had the non-title battle royal. <laughs> Yeah, for the for the, I, I, for the US, golden slim gym. Yeah, for the golden slim gym <laughs> and not the U.S. title. Uh, imagine the U.S. champion not getting an entrance. Imagine the U.S. Not. champion walking down next to Otis and, and to Ivar and all these other guys, and they're like the United States champion, Austin Theory, and everybody went, nobody cares. Yeah. Um, and then imagine the Miz getting an entrance <laughs> over you, and the Miz hasn't won a damn thing in years. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was wow. fun. Yeah, so the final five here, we had Chad Gable, Bronson Reed, Sheamus, AJ Styles, and L.A. Knight. Bronson Reed eliminated Chad Gable. At the 10-minute mark, L.A. Knight eliminated Bronson Reed right after. Final three was Sheamus, AJ, and L.A. Knight. 
Sheamus eliminated AJ Styles after Karrion Cross grabbed the leg. LA Knight and Sheamus, and LA Knight threw Sheamus over, and LA Knight won the non-title Battle Royal. Yep. Um, you know, one of my more highlights of the show was this, actually, mm-hmm. sadly enough, I guess. Um, you know, you had Omos come back, right? Throws out everyone that's in a tag team, basically, <laughs> out here. Um, you know, had a small pop for Santos eliminating Theory, right? So you can kind of feel like, okay, well, we're going to kind of maybe see a culmination there. Um, this match is literally all about LA Knight, though, right? Like, you mm-hmm. could feel it. They did a couple spots where it's like, oh, you almost got eliminated. Everyone's like, oh, shit, you know? Um, this match is, you might as well just been called the LA Knight single them out and put a spotlight on a battle royal because mm-hmm. that's all this was for right um but i once again going out of you know obviously a battle royal there's nothing redeemable really all about it but the crowd reaction for him going out right was electric right one of the biggest pops of the night and then also to then have him be the guy okay he outlasts aj and sheamus two former world champions and you let him sit out there for a minute right mm-hmm. and it's just him and the people are are losing their minds if you're if you were worried about the push, I think you can at least for at least a week feel like okay, mm-hmm. they're actually gonna go with him, right? They're yeah. actually going to do. There's a plan, and they're gonna send him to the moon, yeah. right? Um, if if you take nothing away from that, it's that okay, maybe they're actually gonna because if he would have lost, mm-hmm. I think everybody would have been like, well, shit, like what? Yeah. What else do we as fans have to do? He's top five in merch. He's getting massive reactions everywhere he goes every time he says anything at all at any point in time everyone's like oh my god it was amazing what else do we have to do and you haven't given us an actual story mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's as organic as organic as organic can get mm-hmm. so i'm glad that they're finally going okay let's go with them yeah would i have just preferred like a four-way u.s title match here would yes. i prefer just theory in him yeah. go eight minutes i don't care if if L.A. Knight walked out against Theory, hit his finish, and went L.A. Knight, hit the stupid elbow drop, and pinned him, I don't think anybody would have a bitch. No. Not a single person. So, I don't get it. Maybe we're, maybe that's the next step, right? Maybe he wins it on SmackDown, and everyone goes, why didn't we just do this on SummerSlam? And, you know, we'll bitch about it later. Yeah. All right, next up here, we had the match that I kid you not, literally no one was in the stadium for. Nobody cared about this match. Yeah, which was, you know, funny, but yeah. um, we had Sorry, MMA Ronda. rules match. Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey ended by referee's uh, decision because Shayna choked her out. Yeah, she's gone. She gone. did. Goodbye. And then, it, yeah, it was yeah. over. It was, it was literally like nothing. Yeah, it was a big nothing. Uh-huh. No offense. Yeah, people said this was, you know, we got the this is boring chance. Um, yeah, they did. <laughs> I don't think people, I think maybe they overestimated because he kind of got outright that Ronda's done, mm-hmm. right? And I think they were more banking on, well, maybe they're going to be like, you know, like, excited. Thanks, that, yeah, you know, thanks thank for you coming. coming. But I think everyone's like, honestly, didn't enjoy any of it. Yeah. So, yeah. It really, honestly, looking at her run as a, in totality, right? Business wise, in perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Without Ronda, you don't main event WrestleMania. They just don't. I'm yeah. sorry. It's not a thing. But I will be very honest. After that mixed tag match with her and Kurt, where mm-hmm. she looked better than people expected, I don't honestly think you can say that she had another match that was worth anything. Like, yeah. 100%. Like, the main event, fine, was good. But even that, it felt like 
kind of a botched ending in some mm-hmm. capacity. Um, and that was more about Becky's ascension anyway. I don't feel like you're going to look back on Ronda's run from an in-ring perspective and honestly from a storyline perspective outside of the WrestleMania mm-hmm. thing where you went, yeah, that was really good. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Logan Paul's already surpassed her mm-hmm. in importance of, like, match quality and some of the stuff he's done as compared to her where you're just like, like, I get it. And bottom line, I'm sure she made a lot of money for him, but creatively left a lot to be desired. Yeah. Promo had, was never good. In-ring work was never good. Yeah, I had, I'd have to, like, go through it like, yeah. f- and see that. Yeah. Because I, I, I can't, like name you every single match she's been no in. but i'm so just you know, I'm, i like you know. i would assume you're probably right but there's yeah. probably a couple in there that aren't yeah. bad probably. i thought her mixed tag with hunter and stuff was really yeah. good like where you're like okay cool um but then immediately okay you just get the title and you're mm-hmm. like okay right like alexa bliss nia Jax, her and charlotte her and oscar I, I don't even know if her and oscar actually even fought you know but like I just never felt like we like really were like holy shit like she's taken to this like mm-hmm. you know yeah fish and water type of thing but anyway maybe. hopefully that means they're gonna do something with Shayna maybe but maybe based on the reaction no one gives a shit if they do something with Shayna so I don't yeah. re- I don't really know what the plan is yeah that was tough Rhea and Shayna would be good they did that in NXT and that worked out pretty well mm-hmm. yeah I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. all right Intercontinental Championship match time we had Gunda. We had Drew McIntyre, <laughs> 13 minutes and 45 seconds later, Guther wins. Yeah. Um, not shot. Good match. Not great. Mm-hmm. Definitely feel like they could have had, be- WrestleMania was much better. Him and Sheamus was way better. Uh, crowd did not help. Crowd, I don't, because I think they thought we were going to get more. Yeah. And then it was over and everybody's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I thought it was a. I think that would have been a really good TV match, mm-hmm. like a good main event of a SmackDown or a Raw where, hey, we're going to go 15 minutes and, you know, whatever. I felt like, and this is going to be a recurring theme here, we never got out of the starting block 100% mm-hmm. right there. Like, I felt like there was one time with, like, the surprise Claymore. Mm-hmm. That was the only time where I was like, oh, shit, okay, here we go. Like, and we're going to, yeah, and then kicks him off the top rope, mm-hmm. splash, massive-ass powerbomb, pins him one, two, three, clean. Yeah. For for a show that went like four and a half hours, I don't know how they couldn't get more of these matches out. No shit. Yes, agreed. I don't. I don't oh, get you that had, either. You had eight matches. Yeah, you had time and four <laughs> and a half hours. Yeah, and I feel like none of these matches ever got going. Maybe next time, shorten the ramp up. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, maybe I guess. I don't know. Son of a bitch. Uh, next up, the the trio co-main. Yeah, I don't know. I don't we know. had four main events, and one of them was the second match on the show. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, World Heavyweight title match. We had Finn Balor. You think I'm going to say he won? I he was didn't. hoping. Seth Rollins was there. Yeah. He was there. <laughs> He's he the won. world champion. Yeah. He was there. He was there. And he won. Yeah, he gets the dub. Yeah. it was. A, I will say, to, to the credit of this, the last, like, five minutes was awesome. Yeah. And... The finish was fantastic. Was awesome. Yeah, this was this was the best match of the night by yeah. far. This was the match I've been waiting for Seth and Finn to have. Yeah. This really was. You know, slow build, right? We got there. Good storytelling, you know, the throwback to like the throw in the corner, you know, like mm, into the, the barricade. And yeah, and all that, that stuff. Like he Seth coming out wearing the same gear that he lost to him seven years ago. It all worked, right? The finish, fantastic. I the false finish, I mean, 
I mean, I've been doing this a long time, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's it. He's got him. Like, yeah. that's it right there. It's it's over. And the fact that it didn't happen, it was almost like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of the few things I'm actually interested to see where the hell they go with that, too. Okay, mm-hmm. who's Rollins going to face now? Is Finn and Priest going to feud? What you know? What is that about, right? So you have some branches coming off of that. I would have personally just liked to have seen Finn take it here. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's it's time. It's been enough time. He's worked his way back up. Felt like the right moment. So yeah. great match, though. Phenomenal. Really enjoyed this one. Yeah, this was the peak of the night right there. That was mm-hmm. it. After that, it was kind of like <laughs> I, I mean, we, we had another. We had a moment, and then it was like the main event was like, okay, cool. Yeah, and then the Rock didn't show up, and I was sad. <laughs> If The Rock would have showed up, we would have led with that immediately. Yeah, we would have, 1,000%. I wouldn't have a voice. Our our co-main event here, we had the three-way women's match. uh, Bianca Belair, Asuka, Charlotte Flair. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a title change. Yeah. Bianca Belair. I will say the the, roll-up. I was so watching, this is the, I watched the end of this match um, at like 4 a.m. when I was running through some other stuff I was watching. And they had the camera on Bianca for not as long as in the in the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like they showed her. Yeah. They, she held her knee, cut away uh, for like okay. seven minutes, and then it cut back to her as she was running back. I was like, that better. is a lot better. Yeah. Right. I don't know why the feed that we got yeah. was like all on Bianca and nothing yeah, else. Right. But that one wasn't as it was. It was way more on the action in the ring and whatnot because. What I could tell from watching at home, right? People on Twitter were like, "Is she legit hurt?" Yeah, and we're it was like, like, they keep like back in the to stadium, yeah. it kept coming back to her on TV. Yeah. It did not cut back to her as much. I was like, yeah. with all the trainers so out there, it it, they played it a lot better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bianca with no knee beats Asuka. I hated the finish. Yeah, I didn't like the finish. I did think it caught me by surprise, though. It like, didn't I, I didn't. I was like, oh shit, that was yeah, it. I didn't expect yeah. her to win. Yeah. But I was like, I hated the idea that Oscar just looked so stupid. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're, you you got beat by someone in a submission. This match never felt like, to me, I never felt like we hit our, like, everybody was in sync. I yeah. felt like there was always, like, we're off by, like, just a hair, yeah. you know? This is the first match that I've really seen where I go, man, what's wrong with Charlotte Flair right now? Yeah. I feel like she was off a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she was. And, like, I know people yeah. have been saying it, but there's just a lot of Charlotte hate, mm-hmm. so I kind of just, like, she's awesome normally, so, yeah, like, yeah. I kind of just, like, like right. watch her and Rhea. Fine. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, yeah, That oh, match is fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah. that match is awesome, and, yeah. like, she's had a lot of good bangers before that, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's, like, yeah. it's one of those things where everyone's, like, She's oh, the greatest she's... women's wrestler of all time. Yeah, so <laughs> everyone's, like, everyone's, like, oh, she sucks. She does blah, 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 blah. I'm, like, I, every time I watch her, she's good. Yeah. This is the first match where I was, like, yeah, I could. She's a little off here. Well, I mean, we saw it. You know, like uh, she had a wardrobe malfunction, right? So that was the delay. Um, I felt Bianca wasn't a hundred percent on cue either. I thought Oscar was really off. Too. Like I just felt like I felt like everyone was, was off, but yeah. I could just tell. Like when like Bianca is usually the yeah. one that's like, hold on. I got you because yeah. she's strong. So it's yeah. like, if anything, I'll just pick you up wise. and just like yeah. throw you somewhere. Yeah. But um, I felt like I felt like they were all kind of. Just... And this match felt a little bit to me like everyone's trying to like take that moment because mm-hmm. they're all such big stars. Because usually, like, how often outside of like manias, right? Do you see like a Bianca and a Charlotte get twenty minutes? Right? You don't see that very often. So like, usually it's like, okay, we're gonna get an Alexa Bliss or a Natalia or uh, this person against the bigger name star, right? In this situation, you've got three of the biggest women in the company going at it, and you're like, it's just not clicking the way you thought it would. I think this would have been better as a singles. 
Name, name two women out of the three, don't care, whatever mm-hmm. combination you wanted, would have came off much better. A lot better, yeah. Um, and then, at, you know, with the events that transpire immediately afterwards, you go, okay, so I think they were all kind of like, well, it doesn't matter what we do here because this match could be awesome, mm-hmm. but no one's going to remember it because of, you know, yeah, what happens after. Good, yeah. yeah, so we had a, the actual co-main of the show. <laughs> Io Sky runs down, catches yep. in on Bianca and beats her in 10 seconds. So yep. Yeah, so we have the knee field. injury, right, comes in, Bailey and her mm-hmm. run down, hits everybody with case, blah, 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 blah. Backflip, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. New champion. champion yeah. um, and, I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. I mean, she's a new champ. champ. A big, cool moment for sure. I dug it. You mm-hmm. know, having the two title change thing, it's kind of neat. Um, you know, yeah. so one of those where, like I don't, I don't think they needed the title change. I don't think so either. The money, I, the didn't think, I didn't think so either. Because it's like one of those where, like, that's why, like, if if you think that the the cash room's gonna happen, I was like, oh, Charlotte's gonna win this because she's gonna win it. They're going to cash in on her, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, there's your quick 15th. Now yeah. we're going for 16 or so, whatever. <laughs> like, it's just like a really easy, like, yeah. oh, now she's a six-time. Now Bianca's a six-time instead of a five-time because yeah. she held it for literally 13 seconds. Yeah, so, right. Like, so it's like one of those where I was like, I don't think you needed the change because Asuka could have just won. Right. And then you do it, and right. title history is a lot easier. And I think also it would have been nice to have Asuka get a win. Like what yeah, has she, she done? She, won the t- she, uh, she beat Bianca, and then shit sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she got the new it's belt. Oscar, and it's the Oscar effect. It really is, Oscar. man. Like uh, Triple she H wins to go and- back and go. What do we do so well in NXT for the year and a half that she was champion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's not do that. That's too easy. No, let's just have her lose to Charlotte literally every time we can. Yeah, it's a good thing. So the main event of the show. Nobody's ready for Oscar except for Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ready for Oscar except. Charlotte and sometimes Bianca. Yeah, and then uh, Rhea at WrestleMania in four minutes, yep. just blows through her. Yep, uh, main event time we have the WWE Universal just undisputed undisputed championship. championship. Yeah, it gets really it gets longer every single time. So it's just you know hats on. Yeah, um, this match is contested in tribal combat, so you know. Oh, so you know the rules are. We don't know. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I don't know. But the one thing I do know is as we're talking about this, there's going to be no outside interference from family. Just remember that mm-hmm. when we get to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jay gets a great reaction. Yes. Roman gets his normal great reaction. Yes. Um, yes. Going at it. The standard Roman Reigns 25, first 25 minutes said, all right, we can just yeah. do whatever else because yeah. nothing is going Lots to happen. Lots of crowd work. A lot of, a lot of shut up. Don't, don't, yeah, don't right. root for the Usos. Right. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. All that you know, all that Roman stuff. Yep. And then they get outside, just throwing them the around. Ever for a live crowd because you yeah. can't see shit. You can't see, so you're just watching the screen the whole time. So I yeah. could have watched this at home. Uh-huh. Watch it on the screen, and then uh, <coughs> surprise, solo, su- surprise. Yeah. Solo shows up, and we go. I thought you weren't supposed to be involved. Okay. No God. That's me. Yeah. The entire. That time. Was, I mean, that was me too. Yeah. And so Solo gets involved. He's killing Jay. You know. Doing yep. their thing, mm-hmm. beating him, beating him up, you know, and then Jay gets a comeback, puts Roman through a table, all that fun well, stuff. Well, Roman, so Roman hits a spear on Solo. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right? that's so, the important yeah. part. And yeah. then when they're outside the ring, Solo's Roman's like, like looking at Roman, hell? like, "Why did you do that?" Even though it's clear got, and obvious, he got pulled into him. That's clear and obvious. I, th- that, they're not. So, the, they're not the smartest. They're great wrestlers, just not the brightest bulbs in the bunch. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it, it is the it's the one spot that always annoys me when you obviously get pulled into a move yeah. and the partner's like, 
Why the you could have redirected. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, you could instead of spearing, you could have stopped midair, yeah. turned and relocated. But you decided to hit me, you bitch. Like, no, he didn't. He yeah. just didn't see you. I, really? I, like, I moved in. I, what do you want me to do? Right. Always, always a spot I hate, but mm-hmm. you know they do it. And then every um, company does it. Every company does it. Yeah. And then uh, Jay hits super kick, splash. goes to the splash. One, One two. two. Oh. Hooded figure pulls him out. Who's the hooded figure? Everybody it, goes. It everybody in the counter goes. I wonder. Yeah, it can't be a bloodline member because they're banned. Remember, yeah. no fan. Oh, Jimmy Uso. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, Jimmy Uso interferes, kills Jay, throws yeah. him back in. Roman kills everyone. Killed Jay. Roman hits and, the spear. I'm like, I'm like, I see. I'm like, I literally said it as soon as that went. I'm sensing a spear through the table is in Jay's future, and then immediately spear through spear table, there. pin yeah. one, two, three, and we're out of there. Yeah. Um. Hate the solo interaction, can't stand it. It's it's really starting to become frustrating for me because they tell such good stories and they do such a great job of building up to this shit. And then it's the same lather, rinse, repeat for this the yeah. last couple of months. It's driving me fucking nuts. You know what the sad part is? I, I saw something on Twitter and yeah. I'd have to fact check if it's actually true. Yeah, yeah. But they said the last time Roman had a championship match that wasn't interfered in, yeah. or really just a match that wasn't interfered in, was like a SmackDown against Matt Riddle. Oh, Jesus. Like the late, late last oh, when year. He won the, oh, when he went challenge for the title. Yeah, when he challenged yeah. for the challenge, yeah. like for uh-huh. the title, it was in like October or something. Mm. It was like the last time he had like a a, a match yeah, for the championship that wasn't yeah. interference. And that I was like, that just sounds terrible because that's almost a year now. Yeah, no. Straight I, interference at every single match. I, and I don't understand how Solo can be this dominant figure when he's had two matches and he's lost both of them clean in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't get it. Um, yeah. I thought the whole tribal combat thing was so that we had a clean thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, I thought that was the point of the whole thing. Yeah. Um. So that was a little bit disappointing. This match truly never got out of, I don't want to say first gear, but definitely not second. Like mm-hmm. if we're really trying to kick it up and go, it, it we stepped it up a little, mm-hmm. and then it like all oh, match is over. Yeah. Um, I never even the you know the time where Jimmy pulls Jay out. I never really felt like I'm like they still got more to go. It mm-hmm. felt you know what I mean. So like I was never in that moment where I'm like oh man they've been going 40 minutes okay like he's gonna hit something and I'm gonna get sucked into it yeah. like the Drew matches or the Cody or the whoever never got that from this match. No. Um, and it's not from lack of no. believing that Jake could do no, it. No, I just, it was I just never they felt never like we set up to a exactly. point to get there. Where it's like everything's in place. Like we've talked about the last like three weeks where they could set it up to the point yeah. where Jake could hit enough uh-huh. and pin him yeah. where we would believe for a second that yeah. it could happen. Solo hits the spike on him accidentally. Okay. Jay super kicks him out, exactly. hits a splash, and right. you're like, oh, you think it's over at that point. Hits a couple, hits one splash. He thinks, no, it's not done. Hits a second splash. No, it's not. Hits a th- whatever, right? Yeah. Through a table, through chairs, whatever, and we never got there. Mm-hmm. And then it was over. Um, you know, the big thing coming out of it obviously is Jimmy turning, right? Now, I'm of the belief, and I, and we don't have any clarification on this, right? I don't think it's Jimmy rejoining Roman. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's definitely a Jimmy turning on Jay, if that makes yeah. any sense, right? I, see, here's the thing is, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily know if I love it. I was just saying, <laughs> I think it's just, I think the thing I think is stupid yeah. is twofold. One, you technically, I know you're 
turning against Jay, yeah, yeah. but you're also helping the guy who just beat the shit, shit out, out of you three right, weeks right. ago. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you yep. could have just waited till after. Like, yeah. if you won the title, then and take then, him and out. Then you right. take him then out. Title. And yeah. then walk out with the title or something. Yeah, yeah. Could have done that. And then, two, to your point, yeah. on it's Jimmy turning on Jay and, like, the potential story of being, why did Jay get this opportunity and not right. me? Right. I'm like, do you remember last month when you tagged in Jay right. to hit the splash to pin Roman? Right. And he pinned the world champion, meaning usually right. that leads to a championship match. Right. Yeah, right. No kidding. You know what I mean? Like, like both of those things. I go. I like. I know they're gonna spin it to. Yeah. He turned on Jay. He might not be in the bloodline with Roman anymore. Yeah. But he's like, but that whole thing. But I'm, I'm like, yeah. It's one of those things where like Roman kicked you out, and Jay's like, I'm gonna join you to go beat them. Right. Was basically the mm-hmm. thing. Right. Jay pins him. Then yeah. Roman beats the shit out of you and goes, you know what? I'm turning on Jay. Yeah. I, I right. just don't understand. I think it's a I think it's a situation of like, you know, I, I think you could spin it as like, well, I'm the one taking the fall. I'm the one who finally was the one who had to convince you to leave, right? Like I'm the one who had to go through it. I'm the one who took sure. fell on the bullet, right? Like or maybe it's a situation of you're always the one who gets the pin. Why are you always the one that gets to finish it up? Like mm-hmm. why are you the, there's a lot of different yeah. ways to do it. I agree with you. I don't think it's the cleanest way to get there. What I'm hoping is coming out of this is twofold. Number one, we get the Fatal 4-Away. Because I do think that match will be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we're getting to that point, or at least I'm hoping, where Roman has to win on his own. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you don't have anything else anymore. Right? The fact that you're planting these seeds with Solo and stuff, it's like, okay, we're going to get there. Um, And the other thing which I think is kind of interesting is you're now taking Jimmy Uso and attempting to elevate him. Yeah, the problem with me for that yeah. is Jay with his physique. Like, yeah. I can somewhat believe in Jay, yeah. even though not really. Yeah. I cannot believe in Jimmy. Yeah, Jay's really put his work like, in. Like, Jay put gym. the work on. Like, he looks, yeah. he has, like, the look. Well, he had the he time, because Jimmy was hurt, Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I just I just don't right. believe in Jimmy. Like, right. I don't believe in Solo. I don't yeah. believe in Jimmy. Oh, yeah, I don't believe, yeah. I don't believe in either one. But, like, I do think it's an interesting kind of premise, right? Where it's yeah. like, okay. Maybe we're going to see something here because, you know, we talked about this last night. The Usos as a tag team, what else is left? Yeah. You can't do anything else, right? Like, there's nothing else for them to do. Tag mm-hmm. champs, multiple times over, the longest running champs, unified the titles, yeah. main evented WrestleMania. There's nothing else for the Usos. It's like the sure. New Day, honestly. Like, if the New Day came back, I go, it's nice to see you. Yeah. What are you going to do? You win the tag titles? Great. Well, it's just, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? and they're in the same dyma- dynamic yeah. that we talk about with the Street Profits, yeah. where it's like, if they split off, mm-hmm. like Jimmy and Jay are splitting off right now, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, one guy looks the part mm-hmm. and could easily be U.S. Mm-hmm. IC champion, even possibly world champion. Yeah. The other one, I just don't believe it. Right. Agreed. No, I agree with you 100%. No, I, I think it's, I think, and I think Jimmy yeah. will die without any yeah. support or any team or anything. Yeah. I, I feel like this match was anticlimactic and it was it was definitely one of the like a not you know it's not for lack of trying or anything i just don't think it resonated the way they thought it was going to yeah i think i think i, I want to watch it back and see how that the reaction is on television yeah. and the, you know i think they're I starting they're slightly getting to the point where they're starting to overbook these way too much now mm-hmm. where it's like you didn't you don't need to do all this mm-hmm. every single time right right like you can go one match where it's yeah. just a straight up match right and tell a story, the SmackDown after I, or something. I'm waiting for everybody to leave. That's what I'm waiting for. 
Because I think yeah. Roman by himself with just Heyman, mm-hmm. I think is going to be so much better yeah. than him with Solo. The problem is we're like six months away from I that. know, and it sucks. Because we still have to get through this Uso yeah, thing, right. and then Solo's got to turn, and then I we're going to do the, a four-way, and then we're going to do a three-way with yeah. it. And I think we're seeing, like, too, like a situation of like, um, like the... They know they're on the clock with it almost, mm-hmm. and they're trying to like, all right, so Roman's going to go away after this, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's only presumed. We got to make the most, and we got to make this as big as possible every single time Roman wrestles. Because if, if we don't, it's a missed opportunity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if every fucking pay-per-view Cena did, they had to just, every possible thing they threw at the book at it, you'd just be like, I'm yeah. exhausted, yeah. right? Like, And I think that's where we're getting to a little bit with this is, am I still intrigued? Yes. Am I going to watch because I want to know what happens? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. And if that's part of it, I get it. And look, I can't say what they're doing is wrong because they're making so much money right now and mm-hmm. the business has literally never been hotter. Yeah, see, here's the, I equate this story... And it, this is just for me. It's yeah, not yeah. speaking in terms of generality for everybody. Right. This this to me feels like post Endgame Marvel content. Right. Where you're where, just throwing everything. Where at pre them. pre Cody match, mm-hmm. like pre Endgame, was like banger okay. after yeah, banger we're, after we're banger. Reaching a fever. Yeah. Pitch. Like Civil yeah. War. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Infinity War. All mm-hmm. these Black Panther. All these movies. Like all the matches. The Sami Zayn match. You're setting the, it up. Everything right. was hitting on right. cylinders. You hit that Cody match, which was the end game. Like here's the peak of the story. Yeah. Cody's gonna do it. Blah 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 blah. He doesn't do it. And now it just feels like okay. Now we're hitting all those like Marvel shows yeah. and all of those like movies, Wherever, like the like, Eternals. Yeah, you got a Thor- good one, and then you got a bad one. Good one, and a bad one. And you're kind of just like no one's as invested anymore, right. really. Right. Like the the investment has fallen off drastically. It's like I'll still watch the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but I'm not like night one. Mm-hmm. I'm in there. I gotta be there. Like right. I can watch it the next weekend, or I'll right. wait a couple weeks, or I'll wait for it to go on Disney Plus. Like like it's it's not like. Yeah. It's not hitting on the same level as it once was, yeah. and I think they're dragging it out too long now. Yeah. I'm wait, like I said, I am hopeful that the long end game of this is, like I said, we get it to the point where, you know, it's. It, I think it's kind of going the way I think it is, right? Well, like when we talked about this post mania, we're like, it's going to get to a point where everything. Like, I agree. I think that was the fever pitch, right? Him and Cody. And I do think it's going to get to that point where, okay, Jay falls off. Okay, Jimmy's falling off. Okay, Solo falls off. And now it's just him. And now it's like it, it's it, it's going to be a transformation in the, you know, in the making of this character where it's like you have to, you know, it's 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 repackaging him all mm. over again, right? I think I think I think <clears throat> excuse me. The small problem that's going to run into is by the time they finally fully repackage him, mm-hmm. you're going to have like a month left. Mm-hmm. Because how long they're taking yeah. like like, this next pay-per-view, Roman probably won't be on. I can't Jimmy imagine. Jay. Yeah, I can't imagine. And then maybe Solo turns for Fastlane or whatever, Payback. Well, those are the next two. So, like, Fastlane and Payback, maybe Solo turns by then. Mm-hmm. You have Survivor Series. Who knows what, where that's going to be? Yeah. But then you're in December and January. Mm-hmm. So, if Roman's by himself, say, in January... He's got three months of being by himself, then loses. Right. right. Like I, like you think, I, I, you I hope, right? and you hope, and then maybe he wins and just holds it forever. Maybe because yeah. they're only in the third inning. Here's here's what I will say about this though. Right. It has to end at forty. There is Please. no conceivable way in my mind that you can honestly come to the table 
the night after night two of WrestleMania, of mm-hmm. WrestleMania 40. Mm-hmm. So we've got eight months, right? For you to tell me, well, we just, we're still yeah, only halfway we're through. In, we're in the fifth inning. There's, There's no, no way. way. There's no way. And and, and I will. And I'm putting this out on. I'm putting this out on record mm-hmm. because if it doesn't happen, I go. You've ruined it. Mm-hmm. You ruined it. Because now you're just milking it. It's like the NWO, right? Where it's like, hey, you you found something magical here, mm-hmm. and we've decided to ruin it because it's been around too long, and we didn't have an end game for it. It can't happen. It has to. As over as Cody is, and he is, he's number one babyface, top merch seller, all that jazz. We talked about it. If if at the end of this whole damn thing, you have you don't have the equity where he, if you don't have the faith to say, hey, he's gonna be the guy to beat Roman, and he doesn't do it, I don't know what we're doing here, folks. I just don't. You know what I mean? But like, if it doesn't end by forty. I, I don't have any, like, cards I can play to go, well, what if it's like this at this There's point? Nothing There's else. nothing else you can do. It's like, oh, ro- no situation. Like, like, you could get to the point where it's like, oh, Roman's by himself, and he's doing anything it takes to win, and he beat Cody because he has more. No, whatever. no. That's, There's that's, nothing that's, there. Yeah, it's There's literally the nothing there. No, no. And honestly, at that point, right, let him go away, he comes back, and then you get Rocket 41. Sure. That's the goal. That's the way I'm looking at it. So it's like, I, I just... It, You've it literally for me. I'm looking at this and I go, you, "It's TikTok." Like, let's go. Yeah. Like, like I am at the point now where I'm. I, I I love the character and I will look back so fondly on these last three years because mm-hmm. I think it's something that they've never they haven't done in such a long time mm-hmm. and allow a story to build and elevate a talent to the level where like he's gonna be on Mount Rushmore at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like he's ascended to that status at this point. He's at Hogan Cena status. Mm-hmm. All those things thrown into it, it has to end. Mm-hmm. And it has to end the right way. And if you don't make somebody like a Cody where you put him over and you go, holy shit, Cody's going to be our next Cena for the next 10 years. If that's not what you get out of this at the end of it, I, I don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Overall, I would say this show was good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't show it was, say it was great. wouldn't say it was excellent. I'd say it had its moments. The three things I take away from it are... Cody's monster over still. Um, I think LA Knight's time is coming. Um, and Eos guy's new champion. <laughs> That's really all I got. Mm-hmm. That, like those are the three things, honestly, coming out of it. Yeah. I thought yeah, I thought it was a fine show. Yeah. Like I, I think if any honestly, the two people I think that benefited the most from this entire show was LA Knight and Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody getting the Brock approval and LA Knight getting a huge win on the second biggest show of the year. You know, over some big name talent, not a whole bunch of scrubs. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two things that I take away from it. Yeah. But all right, let's jump back now into our wayback machine mm-hmm. and speed run through NXT Great American Bash because it was a show. Yeah, it wasn't a bad show. I thought it was okay. I thought it had one good match. I thought everything else was just okay. Oh. And I'll tell you why. But we'll go through it. Okay. Uh, we had a WWE NXT Tag Team Championship match. We had The Family yeah. defeating Gallus yeah. for the tag team titles. Yeah. I don't love the whole, well, we put him in prison and framed him thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't love that story. Um, did not think this match was very good either. Um, yeah. And I, I feel like 
I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like this team should be a baby face. The family should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just seems like they're mobsters. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just you feels can't have good mobsters. Right, right, exactly. It's like, well, what do you guys do? Like, oh, we rob people for charities. Like, what? Like, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a little bit of a weird angle they're trying to spin on it. But I mean, cool. They got new champs. The fact that they're developing talent, I think, is huge for them, though, mm-hmm. low key. Like, th- like, these guys have never wrestled before. Yeah. They're just, you know, amateur wrestlers and shit. So the fact that they're able to develop them into characters that people care about, it's good. And they got a pop to win it, so I'll take that. Yep. We had a weapons wild match. We had Roxanne Perez and Blair Davenport just beating each other up with weapons. Yeah, so Roxanne gets the win. Mm-hmm. Um, thought this was okay. Not great. I did like how Blair played, like, Roxanne's mom and her sister. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was really good, like, good heat. Yeah. Um, thought the finish was okay. Um, I think I would have actually kind of preferred Blair to get the win. Mm-hmm. Just I know usually in this kind of matches the babyface kind of takes the feud, but yeah. like I feel like you could have established Blair a little bit, like with more of that like that that edge to yeah. her. And I feel like you could have then maybe set up something at some point later on where she's in like legit title contention. But I can't bitch about it too much. I just thought maybe she needed the win more. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought it was a good match. Yeah, like Once I said, they, be, they did beat the shit out of each they other, though, so I can appreciate the effort for sure. Yeah. They need to, you know, the other thing, too, is, I like, it, it gets to the point, I, I think maybe it's some of the commentary for me at times where Vic Joseph, everything is a big deal to Vic Joseph, and I think it's the reason why he doesn't call Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. is it feels like every move he's like, oh, and I'm like, okay, it was a side headlock takeover. Like, let's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Let's simmer down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A match that we didn't need. Comes next year. Yeah. Baron Corbin, Gabe Stevenson. They shit on this hard. hard. I shit on this hard. Yeah. Um. I when when that. Corbin was getting cheers from the get go, mm-hmm. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. I actually love the fact that Corbin's in NXT. I think he's a great person sure. to be there. Yeah. Can, at any point in time, could be a champion, but at the same time, can put people over. Mm-hmm. Um. Stevenson's not ready. Um, I didn't think he looked good. I think people shit all over this whole true American hero bullshit, and they think they know. They're like, you're not here. You're not here to commit. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're here because you don't have any other option. Yeah. And they pushed you to the moon, and everybody knew he was going over, and so they're like, we're going to shit on this 100% out of 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what they what Kurt Angle thought he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Going to come in, be an uber baby. Fa- oh, I'm an, I'm an American hero. I mean, I, I won the Olympic gold medal. I, everyone should love me. I have a baby face, right? No, mm-hmm. complete opposite, right? Yeah. And and they and they knew that going in. You know what I mean? Yeah. This they're like, oh yeah, Gable Stevenson. They go, why do I care about you? Yeah. Congratulations. Nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They shit all over it, rightfully so. I think it's very obvious that they've shown that he's not long for this world if it's going to be this American Olympic hero shit. He's going to have to turn heel. He's going to have to get with a guy who can talk for him, mm-hmm. and he can be the heater. That's what yeah, has to happen. He also, he's got to get repackaged. Yeah, he also needs like a different move set because he's really doing, no well, shit. Because well, he's <laughs> he's doing the Lesnar move set. Yeah, I know. And he's not like big enough. He's not Lesnar. He's not Lesnar. You're not Lesnar. No, you're not Lesnar. It was not the right move set to do against Corbin either yeah. because it doesn't make you look good. He looks small yeah. against Corbin. Well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. he looks small, so it's like my idea is I'm going to throw you around. I hated no. The, the whole presentation was bad. The singlet. The I'm coming out with my gold medal. You mm-hmm. thinking everyone's going to cheer you? Why? Why is people going to cheer you? Yeah. What? What's my incentive to cheer you? Yeah. Uh, okay, you're a great athlete. Who gives a fuck? You haven't done a damn thing here. Mm-hmm. You got to earn it. And so 
I was happy that the crowd shit on it. I'm glad that they like kind of ignored like, ooh, this is a kind of a mixed crowd. I go, no, it's not mixed. It's it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was not good. This was not good. Yeah, double count out. By the way, yeah, and I think they, I, I, I don't know if it was the planned spot. It feels like they could have definitely went. Maybe we, maybe we just get out of this as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I fully expect him at some point to be repackaged. Oh, please. Keep the name, fine, whatever. Sure. So because you can't discredit what he did, but if you turn him into a heater for a smaller guy who can talk, like I look at him, and like you put him with, uh, this is probably not the best example because he's not in NXT full, like, but like with a Dolph mm-hmm. or somebody who can bump and sell like crazy and can talk you into the building, but then Stevenson, Stevenson's your heater. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, do the Wardlow thing with MJF. Well, I was going to say, you could do the, the Ziggler thing with Big E. That yeah. was Big E's thing for right. like four yeah, years. exactly. So was, he would just stand there with his yeah. arms crossed, and yeah. it was like, get him, Big E, and then he would walk over mm-hmm. and just kill someone. Right, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it feels very much sure. like The Rock when he first came in. Everyone's like, what the hell is this? White meat, just happy to be here, mm-hmm. great athlete. And everyone's like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I see right through that bullshit. That's what we have here. It was not fun. Tore the tore his that motherfucker's heart out. <laughs> it was bad. I, was I I've never seen Baron Corbin get so many cheers organically before <laughs> in my life. I mean, he's never been a good guy, but still, yeah. <laughs> just like just like cheers in general. <laughs> uh yeah. All right, we had the North he American had stupid new gear, by the way, too. Yeah, he did. Stupid. But he had a cool song though. Cool song, but stupid ass. Like, what does he got? Like a pirate ship on himself? Yeah, That's stupid. Uh, North American three way. So in our predictions, dun, dun, dun. It, it originally was supposed to be one on one. Then I they see. said, "They said, hey Wesley, you can actually be in this one. Yeah, you're welcome. Ha ha ha! Got you. Yeah. Uh, North American three way. Dominic retains over Mustafa and Wesley in a good match. Well, good, fun. good match. I haven't. It's my issue. I think I have with, with the way they've booked both Wesley and Carmelo Hayes. It's the same story. Mm-hmm. He never gives up. He, he, he's just got so much heart. You just can't yeah. beat him. The same story. Yeah. They, the exact same thing. They like their big hearts. Yes. And it's like Sean only knows one way to book a baby face. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, you can't do this. Like, it's the exact same story in the main event. While much better, mm-hmm. it was the same thing. Like, Wesley had to get hit with like 13 things mm-hmm. before he gets pinned. I'm like, I'm sorry. You're like 180 pounds, and most of these guys should kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Just should just be a thing. So... Like that Dom retained, um, still getting nuclear heat. I expect Dragon Lee to take the North American title off of him in short order. Mm. I think that match will actually be really good, though. Yes, please and thank you. Yeah. Dragon Lee on TV. Hell yeah, baby. And winning. And winning. What? No way. <laughs> Can't imagine, because I don't think he's he really won really wanted the NXT Heritage Cup, Cup thingy. Yeah. yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. But he did not. Uh, co-main event, we had a submission match with someone who doesn't know submission moves, so that was fun. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton and Thea Hale. I, I, this was just one of those stipulations where I was like... It's set up to fail. Yeah, you're just set up to fail because you don't know... Neither one knows submissions, but one really doesn't know submissions. Yeah. At least when, like, Bret Hart and Stone Cold do it. Like, Stone Cold's not known for submissions. But at least could, Bret Hart fucking knows submissions. Well, no, I mean, you know, you look back, like, at least Stone Cold had the million-dollar dream. Like, that was his original finisher in WWE. Yeah, he so, like, had you had something, uh-huh. but you were with someone who, like, is yeah. a submission guy. Yeah, Jericho and Benoit. Okay, their finishers are submissions. This makes sense. Yeah, yeah. like, if Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Dan. Anderson had a submission match. I go, that yes. makes sense. Yes. These two submission guys. Yes. Cool. 
And I always think it's stupid when two people who don't know submissions are in a submission match. Especially when woman knows like her only moveset is the strips we've been taught. And yeah. that's, she can't improvise yeah. at all. She can't improvise. No chains. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Terrible. I'm pretty sure Zack Sabre Jr. just threw up all over himself. Yeah, he did. <laughs> she couldn't hold the Boston Crab either. Yeah. And it, I'm sure she was gassed. Look, I'm out of shape, fat white guy. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, like, she couldn't hold the fu- fucking move. Mm-hmm. And so it was just awkward and clunky. Finish was not great. All bad things. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. I do love Chase U, though. I love the whole I know the, the thing. I think it's I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. Did somebody say Andre Chase? No. Damn. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So Tiffany Stratton wins, and she is still cruising along as the women's champion for right now. Sure. Very athletic. She's very athletic. Good moonsault. Stop trying to do submissions. I yeah. guess I don't know. I, I, again, just the build to this match of being like putting mm-hmm. her in a submission hold and then being like, Let's do a submission match. And she's like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And I'm like, you literally just tapped out to someone. Why would you agree to a submission match? Yeah. Just submission matches also aren't very good. Yeah. yeah. I still I still attempt that any match that doesn't end in, like, a pinfall opportunity. Very anticlimactic. It's very anticlimactic matches. Agreed. Outside of maybe, maybe ladder matches. Yeah, ladder matches. Because you, you build can, up to that point. You can, yeah. like, get, you can, you can improvise for some fun yeah, yeah. top of ladder stuff to do that can be interesting. But, like, outside of that example, if it yeah. doesn't end in pinfall, normally not. Yeah, because ladder fun. match is, like, instant, like a three count is, right? So it's like one, two, three. Oh, yeah. Rips like, off. you're, like, oh. pulling the belt. Yeah. Oh, he falls off, and then you win or <clears throat> something. Right. Agreed. But, like, last man standing, I go, he's just dead for 40 seconds. That's what are you going to yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. Main event time, NXT title match. This match was straight bangerlicious. They beat the shit out of each other. They did beat the shit. I mean, Ela Dragunov just beats the shit out of everybody. So yeah, I love do? when your finisher is just me jumping on you and trying to shove a forearm so far down your throat. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's what his finish is. I love it. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes beats Ela Dragunov in 24 minutes. He does not miss, Mike. He doesn't miss. Yeah. I don't think he's missed. So Yeah, like I said, only issue I have with it is the same story they told two matches ago. Right? It's all oh, Carmelo's just, he's got all the heart. He's got this, that, and the other thing. And I go, okay, cool. But, like, you know, I, I it gets to a point when you're the babyface champion where I go, at some point, it's got to be more than enough, mm-hmm. right? Like, every match, he gets his ass kicked for 35 minutes and then he somehow escapes. It's never, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's why babyface champions long term don't work. Mm-hmm. It's for these reasons, right? Like when you're a baby face champion and it's like, I don't feel sympathy for you as much. You're the, you're the best. You're the top guy. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? You're not climbing the mountain anymore. You've already achieved that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be like the tweener, like MGF. Right. Then it works. Right. Cause you can do baby face <clears throat> stuff. Still kind of be heelish right. in a way. Yeah. But it like works out. Yeah. If you're face. so entertaining that people are happy just to see you no matter yeah. what you do, that's a different level. Like Jericho was at that level for such a long time. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I've seen it like Adam Cole, I think, has achieved yeah. that at I mean, times, I mean, right? Cena is like Cena, the ultimate yeah. example of it. Right, it's... yeah. Cena was just babyface, but people just booed him anyway. And then he would like slant it a little bit. Punk did a really nice job with it for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, for example, right? Um, but yeah, the, the story was good. I liked the story. I thought the match was good. I just, like I said, I just, I'm tired of the same. It's lather, rinse, repeat. Mm-hmm. Every single match is, he's going to lose, he's going to lose, he's going to lose. Oh, somehow he hits the top leg drop and it's over. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. next. You know, so overall, that was okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go back and rewatch anything. Let me put it that way. No, I think I think it did have the best match on both shows, though. 
You think you think Carmelo and Dragunov is the best time <clears throat> both of yeah. you talk I'm about. interested to see what they do with him with Dragunov going forward. Like, okay, he didn't win the title. Is he mm-hmm. going to go main roster now? I presume so, yeah. or at least I'd, close to I'd be, it. I'd be down for it. Have him come challenge Gunther on SmackDown. Lose yeah. my, or on Raw. That'd be, I would lose my mind. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I like Chop Fest City. Yeah. Well, so what's the plan? So we're going to go die? Okay, cool. Yeah, five. 30 minutes? Yeah. Cool. All right, let's shift focus here a little bit. Uh, let's jump out of the squared circle. Um, let's talk your Detroit Tigers. Yeah, if I guess if we, you know, if we absolutely have to. Um, that was their trade deadline in a nutshell right there. So, um, you know, you trade Jared Lorenzen for a second or a second baseman. I'm, his name is escaping me at the moment. Um, supposed to be a pretty good player from what I'm getting. Um, and then the, I think more of the big news coming out of Tiger land, though, is the inability to trade Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, Tigers had a deal in place with the Los Angeles Dodgers. And then Erod said, hey, wait, remember? No trade clause. <laughs> and that trade is off the table. Um, Scott Harris has taken a lot of flack. I think rightfully so. This is his first trade deadline. Um, and it has not gone well. Um, thoughts on the lack of movement by the Tigers. Um, I know it's like, well, he had a no trade clause and I go, yeah, I get that. But like, that couldn't have been the only team, Mm -hmm. right? There was a lot of pitching needs from a lot of different teams, you know, Verlander and Scherzer got dealt. You couldn't figure out a way to trade this, you know, one of the best left-handed pitchers in baseball to a team ready to go. Mm-hmm. I, I know it was people were like, I can't believe he didn't want to go to L.A., but it was contract-related and family stuff. I get it. Whatever it is, this is prerogative. He's got a no-trade clause. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's up to you to find a place that he's ready to go to. Um, I think it's a huge swing and miss, and now it's at the point where if you don't keep Rodriguez, if you don't restructure his deal and keep him now and you lose him for nothing, that's just like – the worst start possible yeah. to Scott Harris's tenure. Yeah, no, it was it wasn't great. Um I mean we're not gonna spend a ton of time on this because it's kinda like it is what it is, but like it's like Yeah, it, it was a shit show. Yeah, it would have been nice to get some more stuff from him, but at the end like I'm just the team is so bad right now that it's hard for me to be like to get to get motivated and get into Yeah. Right. Into it. Like whether it's it's hard to constantly be like, hey, we got a good player, and he's gone, and we're going to be sellers again. Again, it did yeah. work. Again. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I agree we should be sellers. Like, don't oh, get me yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I just, it's just annoying to be like, yeah, so we sold off the farm again. Yeah. Okay, cool. So sounds how many tiers are we back? Okay, we're going to start it back at zero. Yeah, start it back at zero. Oh, okay, okay, sounds good. So, um, yeah, I mean, keep him, don't keep him. Figure it out. That's all I got. <laughs> Charles here. Yeah, whatever. Uh, speaking of sad things. U.S. Women's National Team. Mm-hmm. They were there. They tried their best. For a, for not a long time, but no. not even a fun time, really. Just not really all sorts fun. of depressing. Um, any thoughts on that at all? Um the, Any, anything you got on that. Like, I mean, I, I mean, we're bringing it up just because it happened so recently. Like I, I can't, I'm not a soccer expert, so I can't be like, this is why they messed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you why they didn't win. They didn't score enough. <laughs> they literally didn't score. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like maybe, maybe a goal or two would have been nice. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, it's yeah, unfortunate. Perfect. I expect them to be firing their head coach though at yeah. some point. Cause wow. Uh, very uninspired soccer, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're at zero zero and then you lose three to two in 
Yeah. Or five to four. Yeah. And penalty kicks. Yeah. It's tough out there. Not great. Not great. Yeah. Not well, I mean, you can't be Portugal who you've outscored like 70 to nothing mm-hmm. and you tie them 0-0. Zero, zero. It's not a great look. Not the best. Didn't, shouldn't be Nether or shouldn't tie Netherlands either. So you really were lucky to even get out of the group stage. Yeah. And then you get showed your ass against Sweden. So didn't deserve to be there. And I think that's part of it, right? It's like very U.S. men's soccer-esque. <laughs> it, did. It, it really did. <laughs> where it's like you squeak by and then you get pulverized by a team that actually wants to win. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that at least they've won shit. Mm-hmm. The, the men's team is just like, we play soccer sometimes. Yeah, the men's team is like the, the men's the World f- Cup. I don't know. Yeah, what that the, is, they're yeah. like the men's FIBA team where it's like, we'll just like we're, we're just kind of there to have fun. But yeah. we're never going to actually win it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, other big news coming out. Let's shift over to the gridiron, though. Big 10 is apparently the big 40 now because they're having two more teams join the big 10 here in the next year or two. I don't know when exactly, but yeah. Oregon and Washington are joining the Big Ten. Um, there's been a lot of speculation of how they're going to break it up. We don't have that information, I believe, right? We don't have, like, well, they're going to break it up yet. I say, I look at you when I ask that, because I'm like, do you did you see something? Um, well, I mean, as of right now, they don't have divisions going after this year. Like, right. once USC and UCLA come in, they don't have divisions or anything. They're just, have, they have, like, specific games that mm-hmm. are kept for them if they want them, I yeah, guess. The rivalry games. Rivalry games if they yeah. want them. They don't even need that. They don't even yeah, have to have, have them. them. Yeah. But like ten of teams wanted them so right. they can keep them. Right. Um everyone else is just kind of making a schedule. And then we see some of these teams who wanted these rivalry games you go, that's not a rivalry. Was that a rivalry in some of these yeah. games? Not from like Michigan, but like yeah. other teams. Uh, well here's the thing is like from out to I'm like I don't think it is. Yeah. But like 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 I think like Iowa and Nebraska was one. I was like I wouldn't think of that as a rivalry. Yeah. But maybe like maybe yeah, Iowa right. fans think of it as because Nebraska's rivalry. been so bad for so yeah, long maybe. that no one gives yeah. a shit. Yeah. Um, but like fifteen years ago they were awesome so sure. Um yeah, but I mean, Oregon and Washington joining the Big Ten, it's just another signal that we're just getting down to. It's going to wind up just being the SEC and the Big Ten at some point, I'm sure. Um, you know, yeah. any thoughts on that at all? I, I think all this does for me, at least on the onset, until we know how shit's going to get broken down, mm-hmm. is that it just puts more pressure on Michigan to win a national title this year. Yeah. Because the road isn't getting easier, right? Yeah. USC coming in, Oregon winning coming in, UCLA's on an up-and-coming team, Washington's solid i mean i don't know i mean i mean they're gonna be good this year right mm-hmm. but like they're kind of hit or miss but like it just feels like the the mountain is getting harder to climb in the big 10 right where like this year you've kind of had ohio state summer last couple seasons you have the best roster and yeah. you know that you've had under jim harbaugh suspension or not whatever um you have the best quarterback in the conference no. now it's kind of the time right yeah see uh, for me I, it doesn't bother me as much because i've always been a proponent of i mean the stronger schedule is gonna be nice because then actually the games matter well not even that i'm a proponent of like the best teams play the best teams and yeah. if you have a stronger schedule or you're playing more of the top teams like you're gonna be playing usc and oregon and stuff mm-hmm. then it's gonna weed you out yeah. It's going to weed out the bad teams. Right. The only unfortunate part is now you're moving to 12. This yeah. would be really nice in the four-team yeah. playoff because if you have all these good teams, right. yeah. then like the, un- yeah. the, right. the undefeated team in the Big Ten is legitimately right. undefeated. Really like If you're playing the Big Ten like last year, right. when it's like, okay, all these teams are hot dog shit outside yeah. of Ohio State and Michigan, right. then like you don't really get to see who's actually the best team nope, because agreed. you're playing a whole bunch of dog shit teams. Mm-hmm. But when you're adding in USC, UCLA, Oregon, it's it, now it becomes when your schedule's more, okay, now you play, for Michigan's sake, you play Texas, you play... 
USC, Oregon, Ohio State, Penn State in a Oklahoma. year. Oklahoma. Oklahoma even years. in two yep. years. Yep. But it's like if you go 12-0 and in that schedule, okay, you're a legit team. Right. It's for it's sure. like the SEC schedules for the most part. Yeah, Some yeah. SEC teams are coming bad. But <laughs> depending on the year. You're right. Depending on the year. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if Georgia goes out and plays, you know, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina. And it's like, oh, you went through the gauntlet and won? You're a legit team. Right. But when they go through the pancake schedule that they have this. The Vanderbilt. (laughs) It's like, I don't know if you're actually that legit. So Exactly. um, No, for sure. I'm a a proponent of it because I want more competitive Fun yeah, because you want to feel like the you want to feel like the teams that you know even about outside of the you know because I know they're expanding the playoff obviously but like once you get to that nitty gritty right mm-hmm. those last four teams you want to feel like okay these are really the best teams they're not in on technicality they're not in because yeah. well we can't put Alabama in because they have two losses like you're, you're not trying to do the mental gymnastics mm-hmm. it's just you won so yeah. you're going you keep yeah. going like you know what I mean like you got there because of what you did in the season. And now you got to go through the you got to go through the gauntlet. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, so I'm I'm in total lockstep with you there. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't, I'm I'm fascinated to kind of see what the news is going to come out of it. Right? You know, that I'm surprised that everyone's like, yeah, come on in. You know, but you yeah. know, money talks, I guess. So yeah, and I don't think I think the rivalry thing yeah. is hard for older fans. Yes, and it's a lot easier for newer fans. Yes, because I don't think newer fans of a lot of these colleges right. Like care, have to care about the rivalries. Yeah. So I think like in 10 or 15 years, the rivalries They're aren't going to mean anything anyway. Nah. So like the people... It's going to be an NFL type schedule. Yeah, like the Charles Woodsons of the world are going to be like, oh, remember back in the 90s yeah. when... It's like, yeah, that was 40 years ago. Yeah, like, these, wars, these wars against Ohio State, it's like, okay, yeah, now we play each other every other year. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, gonna play, it, they're not even going to... There's going to be a point where Michigan and Ohio State don't play every year. Yeah. And, I, and, and listen, I'll be like, I don't, I don't care. No, I no, and it that's the thing, me. right? You know why? Because I guess what we'll see him in the playoffs, right, or yeah. whatever. It's, Especially, and with the twelve team playoff, it does come yes. to that where it's like, yes. if you're really good enough, and Michigan's really good enough, we'll, we'll meet in the final it. four. Yeah, and and two, I you know, you're seeing it. I think the I think the NCAA is really looking at the NFL model. Mm-hmm. You know, NIL is a thing now, right? So guys are getting paid a lot more. You're starting to see, okay, TV rights deals are so important. You know these these uh, these conference memberships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The fact you know schools are getting so much money from this, right? Mm-hmm. It's really getting to the point of these institutions are just like NFL teams, right? It's like okay, what's the most profitable way to do this? And with the twelve team playoff expansion and everything, the high level coaching that you have, like you have some of the best coaches in the world at the college level, right? Mm-hmm. The Nick Sabans, the Dabo Sweeney's, the Jim Harbaugh's, the whoever. And now you're going to get to that point where it's like it's less about winning. You know, we've already seen such a. a it's a crazy how, since we've been doing our show how much college football has changed, mm-hmm. right? Going from man going to the Rose Bowl that's a big deal. Now it's like I could not give a shit less if Michigan or Michigan State or whoever's playing in the Rose Bowl is a part of the Final Four. No, I don't care at all. Mm-hmm. Like zero percent, right? Same thing, like Big Ten Championship. We won the Big Ten title. Okay, great. But all that is is your ticket to get to where you actually want to be, right? Yeah. And now these are going to feel even less important, mm-hmm. right? Because you're just like, okay, yeah, I want that buy, right? I want that bid to get into the to the playoff. But after that, I still got to take care of business. Mm-hmm. But if I don't, okay. you know, And maybe it's because we, we root for a team that is going to – get nationally benefited of the doubt more mm-hmm. times than not because of the brand that Michigan is. And I know that's a shitty thing to say, but it, it, it kind of has to be acknowledged. You're going to get in, right? If you're 10 and two and you have a quality win over name a team, 
probably going to get in, mm-hmm. right? You know, if you're in the top, you know, 10 or whatever. Yeah. So at that point, it all kind of shakes out. I'm just fascinated to kind of see what happens when everything kind of shakes out, you know, this 12-team playoff thing. It's like, okay, that first year or two is going to be really interesting to see the criteria, what they do for those last six teams, mm-hmm. right? You know, is it just, you know, how are they going to sort it out? How is it going to happen? What's that first upset going to be? You know, what's that first Cinderella, you know, six, you know, the, in the NFL, right? It's that six seed that makes that run. Mm-hmm. What's that 12 seed going to do, right? Yeah. Is it and everyone, be, yeah, and I will say, I mean? everyone shits on the 14 playoff and they're like, yeah. oh, the, like, expanding it to five. It's like they've gone mm-hmm. through and been like, oh, this five and six, they right. would have no chance, blah, 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 right. whatever the case may be. Right. And I'm like, you, you just wait, though. In the first, like, three years of that 12-team playoff, yep. there's going to be a 10-11-12 yep. that makes it to the final four. And you're going to go, what the fuck? And you're going to be like, that's why we needed it. Right, exactly. Because this team yep. is actually good enough, but yep. they just had a really hard schedule, lost two or three good games, and right. there's nothing to it. So Right. Oh, no, I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, it's going to be fascinating. It's always those what ifs of like, like last year being like, what if Alabama was in sub TCU or something? And it's yes. like, would they have yes. upset Georgia? Then, right. you know, would Ohio state have been champions? Could Michigan have beat Ohio state? Got to the cha- like, right. there's a lot of what ifs on that. Oh yeah. But now if Alabama's just in, yep. there's no what if there. Exactly. It's just, yep. you know, they lost. Okay, cool. Yeah. Looking forward to it for sure. All right. Let's just focus. Last topic of the day. We've got our NFC West divisional rankings. Uh, last week, Mike, we did the NFC East where we had the Eagles yeah. coming out just just barely, right, yeah, above just, the, above your favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a, you know what? I'm actually indifferent. You're the one that just I, I don't like the Cowboys at all. I don't care. Um, I think it's funny when they lose because then I can watch Skip Bayless go, why they lost. And then he goes, if LeBron James would have just made more passes, and then he goes, wait, wrong sport, shit, sorry. Um. Yes. Yeah. Looking just forward. Yeah. Exactly like that. <laughs> we actually. are. We're. We're just. Uh. We're a few weeks away, Mike. Five weeks. Five weeks. First NFL preseason game for the uh, for the Lions on Friday coming up. Yeah. I'm here. gonna be going to that. Are you really? Which oh yeah, that's right. You said that. Yeah. yeah so we're gonna be talking. We're gonna talk Lions next week. You know, as we're kind of really in the thick of it. I, I wanted to wait until after the joint practices with the Giants to kind mm. of really start giving our training camp impressions. Um, highly recommend. Really, your training camp impressions. Yeah, I would highly recommend. Uh, this is you know, not they don't you know sponsor us or we're not in like a partnership or anything. But Pride of Detroit is doing like a twenty minute uh, every day after practice training camp podcast. It's twenty minutes, short and sweet to the point. It's just Jeremy Reisman, Eric Schlitt, who both do such a great job. Um, they do like just a kind of an overview of like who stood out, you know, injuries, uh, all that kind of stuff. It's a really well done, just a quick snippet, 20 minutes, you're in and out. Um, you know, they do an offense and they do a defensive segment and that's it. Uh, highly, highly, highly recommend it. If you are, you know, if you want to know the daily in and out of, of training camp, um, pride Detroit is doing such a great job with that. So obviously that's something we would like to do, but we don't have media credentials, so can't do that. Um, I also would want to do that i if we were getting paid to do it we would i would, I would send you down there yeah no what i'm saying but you would like to do if we got to just be out there just like just with the media mm-hmm. watching a full practice every single day and seeing stuff go on come on up and close personal talk to players all that good stuff i'll see sure yeah damn right you will all right you'll, you'll, you'll go and you'll like it you'll have a damn smile on your face you can wear your seattle jersey and we'll be like what the hell's happening <laughs> um i don't know i just find 
like mini camps and training. It's just so. Boring. Yeah, no, but that's the, that's the stuff people want to hear about, right? They want to hear about the rookies. They want to hear about yeah. the new players. Okay, what does CJ Garner Johnson look like? Right? What's the scheme going to look like? You know, it, it's just because you're you're so excited for the season. Yeah. You know, and people just want any sort of NFL information. We talk at nauseum about the draft, about guys that have never played, and you're like, oh, man, if we got this guy, this would mm. be the greatest thing. And you don't know, but it's fun. Yeah. We're having fun, damn it. We're having fun. Yeah. Uh, let, we're going to have a lot of fun today. I threw you a bone today. We're talking NFC West. Okay, yeah, We're talking about your Seattle Seahawks. Uh-huh. Okay, Seattle Seahawks. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I don't know what else I can really give for you, right? Like, yeah. I mean. I would like the Hawk. Uh, I don't have it anymore. Board, we removed it. Yeah. I got rid of it. Yeah. See, that makes me sad. So. What it what it do? Yeah. Was that better or worse? Not at all. Not at all. You're done. You're no. tired of hearing that for uh, the last tired, 65 yeah. years. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could I could do a sound a Seahawks sound effect, but that's fine. I will. You know what? I'll have one for you next week. Okay. I don't know why it's going to help we're, you. Well, we're not talking Seahawks next week. That'll be fun. Um, <laughs> You're just trying to show me, throw me under the bus here. It's fine. I was. Anyway, so we were doing uh, the AFC too, or NFC West here. Mm-hmm. We got the Cardinals. We got the Rams. We got the Niners. We got the Seahawks. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which one's going to win? Who knows? <laughs> we know which one's not going to win. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Don't be so hard on your Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, quarterbacks here. Yes, so, sir. We have Kyler Murray, who's on the pup list. So we're not counting him. Yeah. He's, and if we did count him. Who's the other guy that they have? They've got, they've got McCoy, and who's the other one? Uh, Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Okay, so just for, for argument, we'll, we'll include both of them in the evaluation oh. here because they haven't named a starter, but I've read quite a bit that Clayton Toon looking to be the actual opening crazy. day Their starter. Their four quarterbacks are Colt McCoy, Clayton Toon, Jeff Driscoll, and David Blau. That's a rough quarterback room. So, Colt, how do we do things? I have no idea. <laughs> David blah blah blah, also terrible. Jeff Driscoll, also just as bad. Yeah. That's Clayton a bad, like, that is a bad quarterback room. We know what these three garbage players are. Clayton Toon, you're just the one we don't know yet, so I guess you're starting. But I, I legitimately have read that he is expected, I believe, to be the actual week one starter, yeah. which is wild. So Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Wow. All right. That whole quarterback room has got to have like 12 wins total. And that's because Colt McCoy was actually a starter for a few years mm. in Cleveland. Uh, the Rams have Stafford and Stenson Bennett. How dare you? It's Matthew Stafford's team. Okay. Don't even get out of here. Oh, by the way, I'm going to shout out my buddy Carl. Uh, we had a bet like four years ago that Stafford, he thought Stafford would retire after that back injury mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And he's like, he's not going to play for two more years. And he definitely has. So he owes me like $40 plus interest. So just Plus interest? He, he hasn't paid me yet. Bastard. What was the interest in the contract? Huh? Was it in the contract? It is now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how that works. Don't make bets with Rob, I guess. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> You'll just get interest it's not even <laughs> written upon. Uh the 49ers have uh Don't Brock, wait two years to pay me. <laughs> the 49ers have Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold. So Brandon they have nobody. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of names. Brock Purdy's fine. Is he though? He was undefeated as a starter, so okay. I, I can't say that. Yeah, okay. Ten and zero, and then yeah. he tore his arm off. So yeah, I, I I'm fascinated to see what would have happened if he would have had to uh, play anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, probably awful. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no and athletic then, traits at all, but it's fine. And then the Seahawks have Geno Smith, of course, <laughs> Drew Locke, and yeah. Holton Ashlers. Who? You don't like Holton Ashlers? It's not even a name. Those are just letters that just happen to form into something with syllables. Get out of here. All right. 
Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's terrible. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Okay. Um, this is hard. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me. I'm all right. So here's the thing, right? If we're going just off last season, it's Geno's one. Yeah. But body of work, it's Stafford. Yes. So how? I mean, I don't know how. Do you, and then how that's do tough. I mean, he did just come off winning a Super Bowl like two years then, ago, and then he fell off a cliff because yeah. he got broke to did his neck don't work no more. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, I don't I don't think it's gonna matter in the long scheme of things. I don't think so either. That way, but so <laughs> I mean, if we're looking going into the season, I. <laughs> It's tough for me because I, I do think Stafford is going to bounce back. And this is not my Stafford-isms. I do think legitimately I do think he is going to bounce back because he's just going to be healthy. Um, I, I'll I'll give you Geno because I, I think I, – I don't think the Rams are the best team in this division. Let's put it that way. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be in the discussion, mm-hmm. especially offensively as we go down the rest of this list. Um, especially defensively. I do think Stafford is the better quarterback as a whole, but right in this moment in time, I don't think I can say – Going into the season, Stafford's definitely going to be better than Gino. Okay, uh, here. All right, if you, going in on the Lions, mm-hmm. would you rather have Geno starting or Stafford starting for you? Knowing everything, like right now, injury possibility and everything, who would you rather have starting? Right now, I said, I said right now, yeah. I would say Geno because of okay. the injury. But I'd say healthy one on one. I think Stafford's a better quarterback than Geno Smith. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So like right now, like I'm saying, I, that's what I'm trying to concede is that going into the season, I don't know what his health is. I hope he plays 17 games. I hope he's healthy. Mm-hmm. And if he does, I think he's going to be good. But I don't know that, right? Mm-hmm. And that offensive line is we're going to get to is garbage. So yeah. it's going to be tough. So I'll give you Gino one, Staffy two, um, the 49ers quarterback three, and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, Arizona Cardinals player that happens to play the position of quarterback because I don't believe there's actually one in the roster. It's four. Um, it's four. Okay. Running back rooms. So, um, Arizona, well, let's refresh. Uh, Arizona has James Conner, okay. Corey Clement. Sure. You know, guys. Yeah, name them. Uh, the Rams have Cam Akers, Kyron Williams. They had Sonny Michelle, but he went, I don't want to play football anymore. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> the, 49ers, the 49ers have Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he, he, they may have like the one in three best running back. <laughs> yeah. And then the Seattle Seahawks have Kenneth Walker the third, Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, and that's both the, are hurt by the way right now. It's a little bit hurt. concerning. Little um, so CMC is number one, clearing yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, I think second is probably K nine. Yeah. Um, I like him better than James Conner. Yeah, and I think the Zach Charbonnet helps quite a bit. Yes, correct the room, and, and then, then Arizona, I would say Arizona's three, and I think Rams are four. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I think I think Cam Akers can be a good player. I think he's just. Doesn't have his head screwed on right all the time. But James Conner had a pretty good year last year. Oh. Injuries and everything. Wide receiver room. This could be bad for Arizona. I'm sorry. Yeah. Arizona's got, uh, let's see. Um, okay. Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, and Greg Dortch. Yeah, a whole bunch of guys have done nothing. The Rams have Cooper Cup, and then Van nothing. Jefferson, Ben Skronik. The San Francisco 49ers have Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and Juwan Jennings. And the Seattle Seahawks have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Jesus. Um, which one? Which one's one in that group? I couldn't oh tell you. God, how do I put the Rams one here? <laughs> <laughs> he might be the yeah, best receiver. Yeah. All right, so Seattle's one, one. by clear and far and away. Uh, so Niners are two. two. Um, Rams are three. Rams Arizona. are three. Arizona's four. I, I, I'm going to say Arizona's four. Yeah, uh, like no. I would say on potential, maybe not, but like. 
Cooper Cup's by far the best on both those teams. And I think Cooper Cup's better than everybody outside of probably Metcalf right now. Yeah. I mean, like full like full yeah. tilt. Like I mean And like Debo is D- D- yes. depending. Right. It depends on how they use him, right? Yeah. I don't but I think also he's a little bit of a byproduct of the quarterback not being the greatest. I think if yeah. Debo played it in in LA, I think yeah. we'd be talking Debo a little bit differently. Tight end rooms. But after after Cup, it's there's a pretty big drop-off. Van Jefferson has not turned into the two that they wanted. Yeah. Arizona Cardinals have Zach Ertz at tight end. The, he's still playing, huh? Yeah. The Oh, I guess he's on Pup, though. So we'll go to Trey McBride here. Okay. Yeah, he was a second or third round pick out of um, Colorado State, I think. Yeah, second round pick. Yeah, thank you. The Rams have Tyler Higby. Yep. Solid. Not great, but solid. San Francisco has a little guy named George Kittle. Don't yeah. know if you've ever heard of him. Yeah, he sucks ass. It's fine. And Seattle Seahawks have Noah Fant, and I guess Will Disley, but I don't know, okay. no Fant, really. All right, so George Kittle's one. Mm-hmm. Um, Those uh, three are kind of Yeah, that's tough. So, like, part. if Ertz was healthy, like, the the room is tough, right? Like, um, I think Rams are probably going to wind up being four for the Who's their backup for uh, the Rams? Hunter Long, who's on Pup, and then Davis Allen. Okay, so they're four. Yeah, because they're um, room. Yeah, the room. Because, like, Seattle room, Noah yeah. Fant, Will Disley, the, Colby Park. Like, their yeah. room's I'm, fine. I'm tended to kind of maybe put Arizona 2, maybe assuming. Zachary's healthy. Uh, right. Only because. No, 100%. I think Noah Fant is a sexy player, but I think he's, I think I'm more blown away by his athleticism than necessarily the production. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. So, I, I think I would actually put Arizona 2 and then Seattle 3 here. I actually like Tyler Higby quite a bit. I think he's a reliable target, but they just have nobody behind him. No, not at all. Offensive lines. This is going to be bad. The Rams are going to come out looking real shit here. Yeah. Cardinals. So they got DJ Humphrey, yep. Elijah Wilkinson, Hajati Ford Holt, <laughs> Will Hernandez, and Paris Johnson Jr. Yep. First round pick this year. Yep. The Rams have Jesus. Joe Newtboom. Yeah, Newtboom. Yep. Steve Avila. Yep. For Ryan Allen. Pick. Yep. Logan Bruce. And Rob Havenstein. Yeah. Not as bad. I think Havenstein being healthy helps mm-hmm. quite a bit. It does. So it's actually not as bad as I thought it was. I don't know why they're totally shitting on it. There's a lot of starters in that group. Like Brian Allen starting the Super Bowl team. Steve Avila is their second round pick this year. It's not that right guard spot's rough, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. San Francisco has Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, Jake Brendel, Spencer Burford, and Colton Mc. Uh, McKivitz. Yeah, they're missing McGlinchey. They're so missing McGlinchey. Taking a run there, but it's hard. That like, running game's so good. Yep. And then the Seattle Seahawks have Charles Cross, Damian Lewis, Evan Brown, Phil Hayes, and Abraham Lucas. I don't love most of these O-lines. I think Niners are one. Yeah, Niners just, are one just because of Trent Williams. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I and, I, and I think the scheme, right, I think yeah. really helps them. The rest of them aren't great. I, I don't really know... I don't like. It's tough. Like the Rams have several pieces from a Super Bowl winning offensive line mm-hmm. on that. You know what I mean? And they did upgrade with Steve Avila going in. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't think Arizona. I think Arizona's got a lot of upside as well, right? First round tackle. DJ Humphreys isn't terrible. Um, yeah. and I, and I don't mind. You know, you got Charles Cross. Seattle's are young. That's yeah, the problem. Is right. Charles Cross, Evan Brown, Abraham Lucas. They're all yeah. Right. Recent draft picks. Is Evan Brown playing center or guard? Center. Center? Okay. 
They also have that Louis Oluwatami. Yeah. The the fifth round pick from Oluwashimi. Michigan. Yeah. 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 He's um, also center. I think yeah. I probably will play over him, but I could rank them however you want. I'm I don't really have I don't think any of them after the Niners are particular I don't think no. none of them are blowing me away. I think you can make the argument that there's there's Strong points, and then there's weak points for all three lines. Yeah. So, I think they're all kind of – and I don't think it really changes. I don't think it's going to change off, anything. No. Anyway. I, I think it's Seattle by quite a large margin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Seattle in total offense I think is one, followed by – The Niners are probably Niners two. are probably two with yeah, CMC, the receivers, Debo. The receivers are higher. Their, their quarterback's lower, but the running back's number one. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line's one. Yeah. So, I think – I mean, it's Seattle – it, I, I'll get. Let's just say Seattle's two and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Just to, for offensive line, they have the second best running back group, right? Yeah, second best, running second back, best running back room, best receiving, group. best receiving, and second best or top quarterback, right? Top quarterback, top quarterback? Yeah. yeah, they win. Top or second, depending on Stafford. And yeah, Gina, they win. So. Yeah, they win either way. Yeah, I yeah. would say Seattle probably takes it on offensively. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll just say Rams is three to finalize, and Arizona is four. Yes, agreed. Outside of one, it doesn't really matter because that's what we're trying to find. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, their quarterback play is going to be so bad that the Rams don't finish last. I don't really feel like in any other category outside of tight end. So, yeah. Sure. All right, defense. So top-heavy the Rams are. Jesus. Defenses. This is where some of these teams are going to. Yeah. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to shout out the Rams on this one, but uh, a lot of (laughs) names I have not heard of. (laughs) But you got Aaron Donald, so it doesn't matter. You got to anchor Oh, All right, defensive Lordy. lines here. I think a lot of these teams run three, four. So actually, all of them do. Oh, good. That actually is helpful. Uh, that's all that's never but, happened. Yeah, all of them but San Francisco <laughs> run three, four. Oh, damn so, it. Way to go, San Fran. Yeah, San They're still going to finish first, you bitches. I know. He's a piece of shit. God, I hate him. Um, <sighs> Must be nice. Uh, yeah, there's all those riches. All pro bowlers. All pro bowlers. Every single one of them. And they just signed one. <laughs> Disgusting. Arizona's D-line. They got LJ Collier. Gross. Carlos Watkins. Gross. Rashad Lawrence. Gross. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Four. There's no way. Those are 68-level players in Madden right there. Get out of town. Maybe 70s just to make them serviceable. There is no way that defensive line is anything higher than that. That is bad. Like, J.J. Watt at least being on there, something would have, like, helped it a little with name value. Come on. Uh, Let me put it this way. None of those guys start for the Lions. No. L.J. Collier might be the last guy on the roster spot. Yeah, no shit. Um, the Rams Julian Aquire or him? <laughs> Uh, exactly. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, anyway. Mar- All right. So the Rams have Marquise Copeland, Bobby Brown the third, and I don't know, maybe Aaron Donald. Yes. That, the sad part is that it, Aaron Donald's name carries a lot of weight, but that's a bad D line. <laughs> it is a bad D line. And then it's just Aaron Donald. You go, I guess. Yeah. And you go, oh, well, I mean, do they all five guys block Aaron Donald? Yeah. All right. Ready for this one? Okay. 49ers. Oh, God. Cleveland Farrell. Yeah. Javon Hargrave. Yep. Eric Armstead. Drake Jackson, you could throw Kerry Hyder or Javon Kinlaw in there if you want. Uh, probably Hyder because Kinlaw's been hurt a lot. But either way, first round picking yeah, Kinlaw. But they didn't pick up his option though, so that's important to note. It. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, their D line. Yeah, and then the Seahawks have Draymond Jones. Um, that's a big pickup for them. Mario Edwards Jr. and Jaron Reed. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, so Niners are one. 
Yeah, Rams um, are two just off. Yeah, of Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald probably. And yeah. then Seahawks Seattle's three, three and Arizona's yeah. four. Arizona doesn't have a starting defensive line. No, they don't. I, I am going to be fascinated to see how many yards per game on the ground they give up. Mm-hmm. A lot is what the answer is going to be. And they have uh, he is their was he the defensive coordinator the guy that they have? Who the Cardinals head coach is he the D coordinator for the Eagles last year or is he the offensive guy? Uh, Jonathan Gannon. He was the defensive guy. Yeah, I think defensive, defensive guy. guy. Oh, that poor bastard. All right, so Monty Ossofort's like, come on, number one pick. Come on, number one pick. And then Houston, come on, number two pick. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay. Okay. Uh, linebackers, Arizona. right? Yeah, linebackers. Okay. okay. So uh, the Arizona Cardinals here, uh, they have uh, Myjay Sanders. Zayvon. Is, is Bosa a linebacker for the Niners? Oh, no, we're not doing. For the Niners? For the Niners. Um, Did you not say Nick Bosa? Oh, so, so he's on, um, he's injured. Oh, okay. oh no! He's not. He didn't show up to practice. Yeah, because he's in a contract. Because he's in the contract thing, so they took him off because oh, he's not. He's not okay. gonna. He's not gonna be playing okay. until they figure out his right. contract okay. thing. So Nick Bosa's with the Niners. Niners are one regardless. Yeah, but, no, yeah, they were okay. number one regardless. Sorry. I was thinking that maybe I'm like maybe they have an list him as an outside linebacker or something. Yeah, okay, no, continue. no, he would Sorry. be on the D line. He's just on like yeah. Do okay. not. He's gotcha. not gonna play until yeah. He'll so be. They, he'll be. There. They took him off the starting lineup. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, back to Arizona. So Arizona has MyJ Sanders. Zayvon Collins, Kazir White, and Cameron Thomas. That's their linebacking crew. It's okay. I mean, you're gonna now the question you're gonna ask is where's Isaiah Simmons? They're hey, listing him as safety nickel, as a safety? Nickelback safety. Oh, nickel. Yeah, yeah, I'd say he's not playing so, linebacker. They finally decided what you're gonna play because he's been awful. So yeah, so he's not in the linebacker. Group. Yeah. Uh, the Rams linebacking group consists of Byron Young, Ernest Jones, Christian Roseboom, and Michael Hoshitz. Four. <laughs> Terrible. I don't know. The, I mean, at least the the uh, Arizona's got a first-round pick at least in there, right? Yeah. Uh, the Jesus. 49ers have Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. One. <laughs> and time, uh, There's two pro bowlers. And the Seahawks have uh, Boy Mafi, Jordan Jordan Brooks, Bobby Wagner, and Awoche Nawasu. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, so I still think the Niners are one. Yeah, they are one. Uh, Seattle's Seattle's clearly two. two. I'll say Arizona's three and the Rams are four just because I I know somebody on the Arizona Cardinals team. Yeah, because you're white or something. Yeah, Ernest Young and stuff. Like, oh, God, that's that's bad, dude. Raheem Morris is going to get run out of town, and he's just like, I don't have anybody. I got Aaron Donald and a bunch of scrubs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Secondaries here. So left corner. This is safety, Stafford. Right Stafford's going to have to throw for 3 million yards this year for them to win games. Mm-hmm. All right. Cooper so Cup, the Arizona Cardinals at, at defense back, they have Antonio Hamilton Sr. Okay. Buda Baker. Yep. Jalen Thompson. Marco Wilson. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah Simmons. Oh Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. Simmons <laughs> Isaiah Simmons plays the nickel. Yeah. Not great. I, you know, it's hard for me even to include Buda Baker in this list because he doesn't want to be there. So mm-hmm. it's like, what's his motivation going to be? Yep. The Rams have Akil Witherspoon, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast, <laughs> Darian Kendrick, and what? Kobe Durant. It's so bad. Oh, shit. It's so bad. Oh, my God. All those guys you know? Yeah. Next. Russ Yeast. I like Jordan Fuller. Oh, God. 49ers. They should say Will Johnson. I'm surprised he, he's still afraid. They should bring him back. Uh, they have Damondor Lenore. Yep. At corner. Yep. Talanoa 
Hufanga. Yeah, from USC. Yep. Steal in the fourth round. Tayshawn Gibson Sr., yep. Charavius Ward, mm-hmm. and Isaiah Oliver. Yeah, here's the thing about this Niners secondary, right? It's not holy shit. It's not sexy. No, it's not. But, but it, it works. Job done. It does work. But I think it, it's benefited a lot from that D-line having three All-Pros and um, having the two best linebackers in football <laughs> behind yep. them. That secondary doesn't need to do a lot. Hafunga's a stud. I like him a lot. Um, Lenore, I know, is a young guy that they're really excited about, that he played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Ward's their number one, obviously. Um, he's their CB1. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, okay, secondaries. Oh, no, Seattle. Oh, we got Seattle. Sold. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, like, I feel like I'm missing one. Yeah, Seattle has Devin Witherspoon. That helps. Jamal Adams. Yeah. Quandre Diggs. Yep. Tariq Woolen, yep. and at Nickel, Julian Love. That's really nice. That's really nice. Seattle's defense is going to be a pain in the dick this year. So, yeah, Seattle's one in secondaries. Niners are two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Arizona's three, three just by default. Yeah, I don't know about Russies, so I'm putting them at four. <laughs> That's rough, bro. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, so, overall defense is here. Uh, or I guess, I guess yeah, we just ranked secondary. So, overall yeah. defenses, Rams are four. Rams are four, and yeah. it's not really and Arizona's close. three. Arizona's three. Uh, Seattle's a closer two than expected yeah. to the Rams or to the to Niners. The Niners. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're in the same situations we were last week, which is kind of what I expected I to be in. Too. Was uh, we had a one-two split. So yeah. Seattle's one in offense, two on defense. Mm-hmm. 49ers are one on defense, two, two on offense. Defense. Right. So um, we just got to figure out who we want to jump in the fire to go against the Eagles Jeez. on roster-wise. Yeah. I. <laughs> And the other two division winners. The, the, the problem I have is, like, coaching-wise, right? Pete Carroll, good coach. Kyle Shanahan, good, good coach. coach, right? Like, I don't have any issues there. It, Coordinators are both, like, fine, too. Like, yeah. There's no one that, like... I, I, I do almost want to give, like, Kyle Shanahan an extra point just for simply always having to replace his coordinators. Because, like, he's lost Salah. He lost uh, um, the, the Texans head coach now. Mm-hmm. Um, he lost... Um, he lost his OC too at one point too. Yeah. Go with Salah. Anyway, yeah. that's not really a thing. I'm just I will saying. also say like the also hard part about evaluating it yeah. is like yes, he is replacing defensive coordinators, but it's also because they draft so well defense. Like their drafts are always awesome. So yeah. it's like yeah, when you got Nick Bosa, Eric except for that one full. year, except that one year they took Ruben Foster and Solomon Thomas. Those yeah. are hard whiffs. Yeah, those are hard whiffs. <laughs> but like when you got like Fred Warner with yeah. all these other guys, no and you had like Sherman back there, yeah. it's Nick like Bosa. Yeah, Nick Bosa. Pick. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. one of those where it's like if your defense isn't top yeah. tier no with shit. all that talent, like right. you, you, there's a problem there. So, um, but I, yeah, this one is extremely more difficult because last yes. week we could just playing. Oh, Nick Sirianni just went to a Super Bowl. Right, you know. The, the other thing I wrote ha- down, the thing that's sticking in my mind, and I'm not trying to be funny, but I almost want it to be, is this game in the NFC Championship game because Kyle Shanahan has a knack for blowing big games, mm-hmm. where it's like Pete Carroll. I feel like he plays I, up a little bit. I think he, he plays he... up outside of you know the one Super Bowl call, but like sure. I don't say no, that's his fault, you know. Um, but like, so I don't know. I think this is a really, really difficult decision. It is like. I, and it's you know we always come down to quarterback play. I'm I'm almost tempted to give Seattle the nod mm-hmm. just because I know that Geno Smith's their starter. Yeah. Now I know Brock Purdy was undefeated. I get that. Trey Lance looks like shit in camp from everything we're seeing. Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. We I've given up on that bandwagon at this point. Mm-hmm. We tried. Um, 
I get it if Purdy's there, and I I do think schematically, I think that they're just they're they're really fucking good, and I think the Niners actually match up better against Seattle, like because they're they're so run heavy, right? Like mm-hmm. they're not gonna throw the ball a ton, so it kind of like neutralizes a little bit. Yeah. I think sometimes, but like the secondary for Seattle looks really nice right now, like mm-hmm. it really looks good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not saying that like they're because their linebacking play is really good too, and bringing Bobby Wagner back helps a fuck ton. Yeah. I, I don't know. That is a really difficult one for me. You could put a coin flip. I, I'm almost tempted to say Seattle just because I think they've got more offensive firepower at the end of the day with that receiving room. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Ayuk's really good. Debo's really good. But Jawan Jennings is a third. You've got three dudes who could yeah. probably be a one or a high two in yeah, the league. I think the only thing I would say for Seattle's sake yeah. is I think outside of front seven, yeah. I think Seattle takes the case cake almost all the way around the board yeah like and like running back but i only think running back is so far away with canine being there that it's but like secondary it's seattle offensive weapons quarterback play yeah um offensive line outside of trent williams yeah i think it's close i don't think either blow anyone away by any means Yeah, there's not a ton of yeah but there's not a lot uh, i said i was willing to give seattle i I, you don't got to sell me on it i think that i i know people can be like of course you're picking seattle because it's mike's team i go look at the roster i mean really look at the roster there's no hole Mm-hmm. On the roster yeah. right now, it's really it's I'm and I, I know you're tired of me saying this, but like it's is it is can Gino do it? Yeah, that's really it for them. I don't think he can personally. Yeah, but like, like, I, I, I do think the their question. ceiling is limited. But yeah. like you're telling me right now, they're not going to be a ten win team next year. Yeah, At, like that that's the that's the floor for this team right now. Is that's what yeah, it is? You're, you're sitting. You're you are in lockstep with the Lions build right now. Yes, a is, thousand percent. Is your nine, yep. ten win team, yep. and in three, in two or three years, you're expecting it to be, could be yeah. it could be Lions Seattle, right? Battling for <laughs> NFCs right. for like a couple years, yeah, because I, they're yeah. on the exact same trajectory path, a thousand and both percent. divisions aren't great, yeah, right? Like outside getting, of the Niners, yeah, but the Niners are getting old. Trent Williams is not twenty eight. You know what I mean? They haven't figured out their quarterback position. CMC is a strong wind away from having two more seasons out. Yeah. And Debo, as well as great as they use him, he gets used a ton, right? Yeah. It's like they're aging quicker than, yeah. you know, and you're not paying a ton of guys in Seattle right now either. That's the other yeah. thing. Like I, Yeah, like I legitimately wouldn't be shocked. Like we see like yeah. Chiefs in Cincinnati and Buffalo yeah. if the trifecta of the NFC yeah. in like the next five years is yeah. – Lions, Seattle, Eagles. Yeah, now you're a thousand. I think you're in lockstep there because I, I really do. Looking at the the build and the composition of what Seattle's doing right now, you they had a phenomenal draft. Just take their first round. I don't care what they did after that. Just their first round. Smith and Jigba as your new slot guy, going to be awesome. Yeah. DS Gridge didn't work out for them. Right. And they're like, all right, we'll just throw them away. Goodbye. Right. Exactly. And then, you know, getting Devin Witherspoon, benefiting from that from that trade. I mean, Seattle coming out so far ahead in that Denver trade. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they can, you know, as long as they have some healthy running backs, which I'm hoping for, I don't know. I know Pete Carroll is not openly optimistic about Charbonnet in the shoulder. But yeah. if K-9's back, even if they start out slow, I think that at some point they're going to be they're going to be defensively stout enough to handle it. So I'm gonna give it to Seattle. I know Niners fans are gonna bitch because they're in the NFC title game, but I, I think they've made more additions than you have. Yeah, I think that's just the reality of it. Now, well, I mean, they got to play the game, so we're gonna find out. But yeah, in three weeks when we have, compare them to the Eagles and the two other division winners, 
Correct. We'll see how yeah. they stack up. But exactly. I do think, I they, think they're going to stack up pretty damn I was going to well. say, I think overall they stack up very well with yes. teams just because they have the name value and the firepower to do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, Geno is very hit or miss, so yep. some weeks it doesn't look like it. Yeah. But I think them and the Lions are going to be so close because it's like, like it's like okay, well, did golf play well this week? Oh, it's probably won. and the fun thing is, is they're both like at the point where they yeah. have really good teams, mm-hmm. and their quarterback plays the iffy part. Right. So if they do meet in like a divisional round or mm-hmm. something, like, it's what, like what am I we getting? have no idea what quarterback you're getting when. Right. Because Gino, I think, takes a slight edge sometimes just because he travels better than golf does. But if you're playing is in Detroit, is it outside? Is outside like, yeah, there's a the lot problem. of that stuff that goes into it. But they're both very hot and cold where any day it's like. If the Lions somehow can like lock up like a two seed, like in my, like my in where they're just home the whole thing, mm-hmm. they'll make an NFC title game. They if, they can, if they could lock up home field up until like the NFC title game, mm-hmm. they could make it there. Because they're deadly at home. Mm-hmm. They're ridiculously good at they home. They are. So, yeah. All right. Seattle takes the win there in the NFC West. So, so far we got the Philadelphia Eagles coming out of the East. We have the San or I'm sorry, we got the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. I was going to say seven. Uh, Seattle Seahawks coming out of the NFC West uh, next week. We'll probably do the South because we're going to talk Lions on another topic next week. So we'll save the NFC North for last. Yeah. Um, then NFC South next week. But that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Bedecker. We will see you guys, as always, next time. <laughs>